It's a giant pile of stupidity. Looks like you found Common Man and T-Bone. Big Husky Kid. Man, I know you got potatoes coming out the yin-yang. You got to have plenty of hash browns. It's Let's under, go. It's an underused word. Coming out the yin-yang? <laughs> yin-yang. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Coming out the yin yang. Yeah, you got a lot of potatoes. Like you're 100 saying. years old. Coming out the yin yang. Produced by Panama Ted. Too hot. And a plethora of sounds that make no sense. Pay me a stick of bubble gum. For what? Cracks and gaps. Re racket. Time to penetrate your ear hole. This is Man and Bone. <laughs> Football. Friday, sweatpants Friday. Now for some of us, booze cart Friday. That for that all, is for, that all, is of for us. all of us. That's right. Yes. Yeah. Welcome in. Hello, Bone. Hello, man. Saturday showcase. We get you ready for all the big time matchups tomorrow. Psst, there's none. Not a not a one. You know what? College football. We do this every single year, and I'm going to tell you right now. You should be embarrassed to yourself. You should. The the matchups that college football's had the first three weeks of the season embarrassing. Embarrassing. They're going to continue to be embarrassing, you know, as long, I mean, again, as long as we don't have a centralized scheduling Well, you know what? Thing, we should. And, and I know we've talked about it forever, but let's get with the times now. All right? You want to maximize the television dollars that you get? There, there are no, there are not two ranked teams playing against each other the entire weekend. We're no, in week man. three. And don't give me the, well, Florida was better, but they're not. No, man. Florida and Tennessee should be a big game, but it's not. I hate to tell you this. I don't think it gets any better because the people who still run college football, even when they go to super conference land and all that, yeah, the TV networks, they want this. The TV networks want what you want because they want you to watch them. So they want every week there to be, you know, a dozen high profile matchups and all those partners get a bunch of eyeballs on them. They don't want the fact that college game day is in Boulder. And I know it's because of Coach Prime. But it's also because... Not the game he's going to play, though. Well, They're going to win that game by 30 points. That game, by the way, is on at 10 p.m. 10.30, I think, right? right? I'm saying it's not a game. They, they are going there because right now that storyline is the epicenter of college football. It's been very interesting the first few weeks. No doubt there will be more of that if they do what we think Colorado will do in this Colorado State game. But next week and the week after, I think, is where they play Oregon, then USC or whatever it is, vice versa. Like... This there's a lot coming up with Colorado that they'll be around. Yet they're going to Boulder because where else are they going to go? There's not well, anything else that's even worth checking out this I, weekend. I know. From Des- Desmond Howard was there, of course, because game day's there. Mm, he had his yeah. decorative scarf on today. You know, let him live. Whatever. He's a fashionista. Uh, but he told us before, you know, week one when he was at North Carolina, South Carolina, when they were playing that game in Charlotte. That you know he's experienced Ohio State and Michigan, and this is a whole other level. Oh, North Carolina, South Carolina. Again, this is a Michigan man saying yep, North Carolina, right. South Carolina, whole another level from Ohio State and Michigan. I wonder if he will say the same thing for Colorado, Colorado State. <laughs> whole another level. It's a different level. Yeah, maybe he will. Maybe he'll say that every week until he gets to the OSU Michigan game. And then That's he'll remember, fine. oh, wait, this is a different level from all those. I was wrong. Also, talking about stupid, Teddy, I rarely do this, but I may need you to dig for some Colin Cowherd sound today. Okay. According to one of my favorite accounts, Funhouse, Colin Cowherd today was talking about how he's a huge fan of ACDC and said one of his favorite songs from them is Rock You Like a Hurricane. No. I need no. I need audio of it. No. I need confirmation of it. Thank you. 
I mean, not only is he dumb with all his hot sports takes, yeah, but he's just dumb. Well, it, he's a poser. I mean, you can say you're a huge fan of ACDC and then leave it at that. Or you could say, what's that song ACDC has? Is it Rock You Like a Hurricane? And then they would say, no, dummy, that's not ACDC. They've got a lot of other songs like Highway to Hell. But yeah, that's not theirs. You can't proclaim I'm a huge fan of theirs and then proceed to give the example of the song. And it's the wrong song. It's not even one of their hits. Teddy, what's your favorite ACDC song? Mine is Careless Whisper. (laughs) Wasn't that them with the big saxophone (laughs) solo? Yeah. I like Inter Sandman. That's, yeah, that's a good yeah. one too. That's a that's a banger, as yeah. the kids say. One of my favorites that they did was Mambo Number no. Five. Oh, that's a good one. I love it. And the Macarena. They, yeah, that's <laughs> all right. Saturday Showcase three thirty four NFL picks. Your chance to beat us. I think the caller did beat us last week. Uh, what a surprise! Let him live. Uh, that is coming up at four forty eight. Tool of the week at five thirty four. Send in your Twitter tools now. At Man and Bone 971. You can also text the burner phone 614 787 3093. Teddy told me that I am the front runner for Tool of the Week. Well, and I got lots of submissions about me. People send in uh, their Tools of the Week early before the show even starts because they might have had one they've been sitting on all week and they're ready to go. So I guess uh, I'm, not, I'm not sure what they are. I haven't looked at them yet. I but. have. Teddy said they're for a variety of things. Oh, great. It's not just one thing. Okay. Yeah, and there's actually six of them if you combine the one that mentioned both of you guys. Oh, so, so both six of us are a tool. That's good. For That's you. Fine. I like that. And they're that. all different, yes. Did, okay, did, good. You don't have to tell me. Does one have to do with my story about genital warts? <laughs> Oddly enough, no. Oh, okay. No. Does any, do any of them have to do with a toenail? Out of curiosity. One does. Okay, that, well, that would be the yes. one that's about us, I assume. Yeah, about both Because we guys, took yeah. an hour yesterday talking about a toenail Well, we're going to spend a little bit more time because uh, Rothman. So here's a story from yesterday. If you missed it yesterday, go listen to the podcast. The entire 4 o'clock hour was essentially devoted to a toenail. By the way, I just want to let people know, in case you were wondering, we know the Buckeyes are playing tomorrow. We also know there's a huge thing with the Jackets what, what, going what you, on. What do you want to do? I'm just saying. Do you want to break down Western Kentucky? No, I don't. I'm letting you know we are aware of that. And we're not going there yet because this is more important. We're just I, letting you know. I'm giving you the latest information. Yeah. There was a disgusting, torn off, not clipped. I don't know why that makes it better. Torn off it doesn't. toenail. It's worse. Left here on the carpet in the studio. We were trying to figure out who it was. When last I left you last night, I thought it was Dave Biddle who was hosting On the Money with Scotty Vegas. Mm. However, we were talking to Rothman about it. Rothman is adamant adamant that it's from bobby carpenter mm-hmm. and the way it got over to this side of the desk oh is he says that bob would have thrown it at beam no not at him because he said he's not going to throw it at beam and i said no he wouldn't do that but i said this yesterday and you poo-pooed me rothman says the thing i said yesterday and now you're like oh this is actually really well here's, here, but here's why i don't here's why, here's why i don't poo-poo him because he hosted a show with him yeah, you're, you're you're just you you're didn't right. host a show with him. No, I just see I him just every Bob, morning. Bob doesn't seem like a flicker to me. But Rothman said, "Oh, he would flick." Okay, I'm telling you, when I walked in here, at, like lots of times this summer, lots of times in the last few years, Bobby has come out of the studio wearing a tank top, short shorts, and flip flops. That's an that's a a uniform he wears often. I'm just saying. A guy who's that comfortable with his body to walk around in, like, not a lot of clothes, and then the flip-flops, which give him easy access, I'm just saying that's a man who's comfortable with himself and might 
think, oh, I can flick this over right, there, so and I don't have to see it anymore. Rothman thinks it's Bob. Speaking of the short shorts, here's another question for you on this Football Friday. Yes. Obviously, it takes time to evolve. Fashion trends take time, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Like now I see it with my nephews. The, the fashion trend for teenage boys' haircuts is like get a mop on your head. It's the hairstyle that I wish was in in fashion when I was a kid back when I was banging because my hair was just naturally poofy like that. Okay. And well, I always, and I always, everybody else was like in sync, grease it down, style it no, up, make not, it spiky. That now. That's all gone. And the frizzy look, that's what I had going naturally. Now that's in. But it seems like in a six month span, the fashion, maybe, maybe I'm wrong. The fashion has been shorts that cover your ankles to now shorts that barely cover dong. Oh yeah. That's not a, that's not a new thing. That's probably been Five or six years in the making. Has it? Yeah. I don't know. I'm telling you. Well, there's been a thing the last few years of like, you go to the store now. I never looked at uh, the term inseam. I knew from getting pants. Yeah, but now now you have to. No, I'm saying I knew it from getting pants, but not from getting shorts. And now you go to the store and it's like, these are a seven inch. These are a five inch. You want a little three inch inseam. And it's like, I actually don't. Yeah. My God. Well, I mean, that's how. Listen, guys, here's what's happening. Guys are getting to the gym and they're not skipping leg day anymore. And so now they got these legs with these giant quads sticking out of them and hamstrings. Right. And they're saying, I want people to notice my quads. All right. Okay. So I'm, you know what? If that's you, let you live. Pro quad? (laughs) I'm I'm pro you living your best life. What I'm saying is, now, if I go out in three inch inseams, they're going to call it cops because they're going to say, I'm not sure what this is, but it looks like my 600 pound life is happening in that guy's shorts and I don't like it. All right. Eagles beat the Vikings last night. Uh, Vikings 0-2, Eagles ran for 259 yards, which you don't see a lot in the NFL. Whatever, let them live. Who the hell cares? Buckeyes getting ready for Western Kentucky. Four o'clock kick tomorrow. Live coverage starts at 10.30 a.m. What are the Bucks? What, what's, the fa- what's the line in this game? Do I we know? I was just trying to look that up. The OSU is favored by 30. 30. The, the over-under is 66. Now, if you believe what the coaching staff is saying, and I don't, dis- I don't not believe them, I just think they've talked about it quite a bit, uh, Western Kentucky is going to move the ball a little bit more. They're going to run more plays. They're more up-tempo offense than what you've seen the first couple weeks where, especially Indiana, but even last week, uh, you had this with Youngstown State. Their goal was to say, we don't want you to have the ball very much, and we want to run clock, and we want it to you know, go that way. So Ohio State is of the belief, it appears, coaching staff is of the belief, that if they can get off the field and get the ball back to their offense, Western Kentucky is going to be very quick with the ball. A lot of incompletions, things like that, that would allow them to possibly have more possessions and thus a bigger score. Yes. In theory, all of that makes sense. Theory in theory, is the word the, there. The other side is, instead of lots of incompletions, it's lots of completions. <laughs> right. Wearing out your defense. Right. And because, you know, we had a situation last week where, yes, they tried to slow the game down, but... You also had, uh, who the hell did they play last week? I, I just said, Youngstown State. Youngstown State. They, com- they converted on seven third downs. Oh, yeah. Oh, so if, if you have that tomorrow, that's some trouble. Yeah. What I'm saying is the coaches have had so many questions about, hey, why aren't you running more plays and why are the numbers down? Or they haven't, it hasn't been why aren't you running more plays. It's why are the numbers down? Why are we not seeing bigger score lines? And they're like, oh, well, the new clock rules and everybody's keeping the ball away from us. It's, what, all right. I understand that. And their their answer to that is like, this game, though, Western Kentucky, we're going to have more opportunities with okay. the football. All right. well, you, I hope that means your defense plays better because 
they did not play great against Youngstown State. Don't tell me statistically where they rank. Seven I know. points, baby. They're top 10 everywhere because they haven't let anybody score on them very much. Fine. But this, this, I, even if this doesn't go that way, I am just saying let's not pretend it's only about the clock issue that the offense has not looked great. This is the time we need to see this offense actually wake up and start playing. Uh, this whole situation with the Blue Jackets and Mike Babcock does not seem to be going away as quickly as they would like. We will discuss coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns backers. A couple of areas of slowdowns to look out for. I-70 eastbound between Mount Street and State Route 315. Stop and go traffic there. About a five-minute delay. And I-71 northbound between Green. Greenlawn Avenue and I-70, traffic a little bit slow there. Could delay you just a couple of minutes. This report is sponsored by Typical Sportsbook. Kick off football season with Typical Sportsbook. Download and enter promo code OHIO150 to claim your exclusive welcome offer. $150 in bet credits and a $30 football bonus. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Ohio. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Adam Zellick for 97.1 The Fan Trend. Did you feel that? It's your radio getting fatter. Getting fatter. Chubby time! This is Common Man and T-Bone. Football Friday. Common Man and T-Bone brought to you by the Hinder Motor Company. All right, this jacket story with Mike Babcock. So, I'm sure you've heard it by now. Uh, Reports earlier in the week that Babcock is making players uncomfortable by asking them to sync up their phones to air casts so he can look at pictures and you know he says this is an exercise to get to know you better there's no malice here there's no invasion of privacy this is voluntary i showed pictures of my family and guys were comfortable showing me pictures so i can get to know them which on the surface sounds fine but you know we had pointed out you had pointed out that uh you know perhaps some of the younger players would have a problem with this, where some of the veterans, and Boone has said he thought it was fine. Oh, John, Johnny, Johnny Gaudreau, Gaudreau has said that he you know, thought it was great, and he likes sharing pictures of his family. But perhaps some younger guys that, you know, quite frankly, maybe have they have pictures on there of the two chicks they did last well, night. Well, this is the thing. I think, because you have people who have come out and said, hey, I, I went through this exercise, didn't find it to be bad at all. Right. I and I and I've heard people use that defense and that's fair. I want to be clear here. Mike Babcock might just be dumb. I'm not saying this guy is like he wanted their phones so he could psychologically torture them and he's trying to get guys to like crack. I know I don't mean any of that. I think the guy's just dumb at if this is all as bad as it's now being reported again because there's new information today. But my whole point with that was to say young players may not feel the same way about a policy that old players do just like young workers in an office might not feel the same way about a policy as old workers do. Right. Right. If new boss comes in and says, Hey, everybody used to have the weekends off, but now you got to work eight hours on the weekends. That's the new policy. I'm the new boss. Old workers might say, Oh, I remember three bosses ago where we had that same policy. I've done that before. I could do it again. No big deal. Young players might, you know, young workers might say, this is BS. I didn't sign up to do this. I'm not doing that. And and I'm just saying that is what could be going on here that he in in his mind thought innocently enough, I just want to get to know these guys. And young players are saying, I don't just have pictures of my dog and my house and my wife and my kids. I have pictures of lots of things that I don't necessarily want work seeing. Right. And you know, and that's and I, I understand that. I, I, I understand that too. 
And I also understand we complain about it. We've complained about it here throughout the years is that there's no one good blanket way to manage everybody. Absolutely. right. Okay. So to think that it's okay with this guy, so it must be okay with the next guy. That's not a good way to manage. And again, with you, I, I don't, think there was any malice i don't know involved I, here i don't i thought we can't know one way but or the you're other right, you're right. right i have no, I have but, no but idea i'm just saying i'm not trying to go there and say definitely mike babcock is trying to All harass right, here, people here's the i thing, don't know though. so here's the latest you know initially when this first came out blue jackets came out with their statement uh we heard from johnny goudreau he was in vegas he had his little statement on some podcast he was on and it looked like it may blow over because the official line from uh was it bill daly yeah, who talked NHL, about NHL deputy commissioner? Right, he talked and said, "Hey, we we've looked into this. The players' association has looked into this. We have no issues." Well, players' association came to town, and they do this at the start of camp. They go travel around and talk to every single team. Blue Jackets just happened to be on the schedule, right? Yeah. So they came in, talked to players. According to reports, they were here yesterday. According to reports, several young players did confirm that the exercise made them uncomfortable. Darren Dreger, longtime hockey reporter for, you know, take it for what it's worth, says there it's not impossible here. It's not unheard of that Mike Babcock may lose his job because of this. Yeah, he said he wasn't reporting it, but the term he used was it's plausible, meaning it's it's definitely, it's not like a far-fetched possibility. Right, he, he didn't give you a... No, like Get a 60, 40, 50, 50 Well, like Elliot, Elliot Friedman earlier in the week sort of gave you one of those. Yeah. So to give you like, get out of here. You know, right. it's not. That's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. But yeah. I guess after the conversations with the Players Association this week, that's not off the table. Well, just to get a little more specific on what appears happened, Elliot Friedman said that, uh, and actually, I take that back. Darren Drager was who said this on the podcast. Elliot Friedman was reporting that, Marty Walsh and the NHLPA assistant executive director, Ron Hainsey, they both met with the Jackets players yesterday, and the meetings were described as intense with some of these players. So that information was coupled with what Darren Drager said, which was they were not going to have that high of a level of NHLPA involvement in this. They sent a few people out to just do the due diligence earlier in the week when you heard those statements from uh, uh, Bill Daly. Right. Mm -hmm. That said, we already talked to the PA. They haven't heard anything yet. Then something happened after that. It appears like either Tuesday night, Wednesday night, somewhere in that time frame that led the NHLPA to say, you know what? We actually are going to send the big boys. We're going to send the top executives out there just to make sure. And when those meetings happened yesterday is when it appears things got a lot more serious. And I heard the term from a couple different people who reported on this. They termed it as they doubled back. So it wasn't like, I mean, they were going to come out here. You're right. But then they heard information that said, hold on a second. Let's do this. Let's check a little bit more because that's not what we thought we were walking into with what they had already knew from Spit and Chicklets podcast and then Johnny Goudreau and uh, Boone Jenner and that joint statement Boone and Babcock put out. They they did not expect this when they got here. And then they doubled back with the big guns and said, let's do this again. Now, today they have a scheduled meeting with the NHL. The PA does. It's already on the docket. They already had this planned. But apparently the topic of conversation is what the hell's going on in Columbus? So I just want to point out this is Friday. It's almost 3.30. We have gone a whole week here where they have, they're playing in Traverse City, but they have not played any meaningful hockey yet 
in this town with Mike Babcock as the coach. And we've already had one young player scandal that's gone a week off and on in his tenure. We haven't even played a game yet. Has he had a track record of issues with young players before, this, Mike? This is, what, this is the type of stuff you open yourself up to when you hire a guy like Mike Babcock. You know, and, and Yarmo and JD were apparently willing to take that risk. Well, now that may turn out to bite him in the ass. And, and maybe they're sitting around there over at Nationwide shaking their heads saying, I can't believe this is being blown out of proportion. But you know what? It, it is. This is now officially distraction number one outside of the initial hiring, right? And some people had a problem with that. Of course. With Mike Babcock. And as you pointed out, it is September 15th. Right. I, I, I'm not. To, I'm not here at all to say that this is going to result in his firing or this is something that isn't. Maybe it no. is being blown Can out I of proportion by I have the no Toronto idea. media. It I have no be. idea. But look, we said this about the Northwestern hazing scandal, right? Where it's like, oh, that player had it out for Pat Fitzgerald. Well, maybe he did, yeah. but that doesn't mean what he was alleging and what he was saying was wrong. Okay? Spit and Chicklets guys clearly have it out for Mike Babcock. They don't like him. That doesn't mean whatever they were saying was wrong. Now the NFL, NHLPA has to get behind that. Whether it was intentional or not, was he making players uncomfortable? Yeah, exactly right. I mean, I equate it to this. I'll make a dumb analogy. You hire Sam Kinison to run your nursery, and then you're shocked at 3 in the morning. Everybody's I would crying. hire him in a second I'm just saying, to run my nursery. You hire the loudest comic in the history of comedy, and then at 3 o'clock the nursery's screaming. Why? Because you hired a guy that doesn't do well in that situation. Well, that and he gave all the babies heroin. Well, all right, fine. My point, as dumb as it may be, is even if it was innocent and Mike Babcock didn't mean for this to happen and he was just trying I, to get know, to know the guys, you are having to walk a knife's edge to make sure this guy minds his P's and Q's. And, I'm, I'm just and he hasn't even too. hasn't even started the From season. From a fan's yet. perspective, I just I just want to get ready for some hockey. No kidding. All right, I, no we, kidding. We shouldn't be talking. The camp starts up. We're in Traverse City. We shouldn't be talking about this, and yet we are. Saturday Showcase coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns backers. We currently have an accident to look out for. I-70 westbound at Hamilton Road. That accident on the right berm. Not really slowing things down too much. Just want to be a little bit cautious through that area right now. And stop and go traffic. I-70 eastbound between Mound Street and State Route 315. Maybe about a four or five minute delay there. This report sponsored by Typical Sportsbook. Kick off football season with Typical Sportsbook. Download and enter promo code OHIO150 to claim your exclusive welcome offer. $150 in bet credits and a $30 football bonus. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Ohio. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Adam Zillick for 97.1 The Fan Shrap. Come for the obesity. Stay for the anger. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Hey, football fans, join us tomorrow at the Ozone Tailgate on Lane. The party gets going at 11 a.m., featuring a live broadcast of the fan pregame show with Matty Ice and Devere Posey. Enjoy great food, cold beverages, live music, and watch the game on a gigantic screen. And remember, bring cash. Bring cash. Bring cash. Sponsored by your Central Ohio Ford dealers. Visit your local Central Ohio Ford dealer today. Showcase, let's go. 
Common Man and T-Bone present Saturday Showcase. Sponsored by Roosters, a fun casual joint, and the official wing sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. All right, let's kick things off in humid hillbilly land. Number 14, LSU at Mississippi State. This is noon on the S-Pen. Yeah, and I would presume it's going to be pretty warm there. LSU, the line on them right now is uh, a nine-and-a-half point favorite uh, at home. Of course, you might remember they they lost to Florida State to open the season, but then got back on track by playing Grambling. Uh, they won that game seventy two to ten. In case you were not paying attention, but how many fine. plays did they run? <laughs> that's a good question. I don't know. Also, the clock different in that game for some reason. Uh, meanwhile, Mississippi State they beat Arizona thirty one to twenty four. Arizona's not great, but that's that's not bad. Beating them in overtime that that makes them look a little all right at two and zero. So I can understand why people might take Mississippi State here. LSU's offense is obviously got a lot of stats now that they put up 72 points. I don't think their offense is bad at all. Uh, Defensively, Michigan State, they're kind of in the middle of several defensive categories so far this year. But something to note, they did hold Arizona to just 91 yards rushing on 25 attempts and had four interceptions. So Uh, Am I predicting an upset? No. Do I think Mississippi State could hang with LSU? Yes. I do think LSU is a bit overrated this year. So just keep an eye on this one for Mississippi State to possibly make it interesting. Might be one of those games you flip to at noon because a a little upset is brewing. Uh, Big 10 against the ACC. Minnesota goes on the road to number 20, North Carolina. This is 330 on ESPN. You know what's weird about this game? North Carolina favored by seven here. Over-under is 51 in case you are paying attention to that stuff. Tar Heels tied for ninth nationally, averaging 240-plus yards rushing on the ground. That's good, right? Marion Hampton's got 234 yards by himself. Number two total for anyone in college football. Uh, Also, you've got a couple other running backs there who've been very good as well. Problem is Drake May. Everyone thought Drake May coming back from North Carolina is going to be a Heisman contender and all this stuff. Uh, so far, he's thrown last year 38 touchdown passes. This year, two touchdowns, two picks in two games. So not off to the uh, greatest of starts there, but that's okay. You don't have to necessarily be great initially. You just got to get back on the horse and keep going. I do think North Carolina is better than Minnesota. They are at home, but maybe that seven points, Minnesota can keep that close, possibly pull off the upset. I don't see this being a, a big spread in this in this game. You know, this could be the most interesting game of the week, and it's streaming only on Peacock at 5 o'clock. Number 8, Washington, at Michigan State. With all the stuff that's going on, swirling around, Mel Tucker, he, of course, will not coach this game. But I get the read that either Michigan State is going to rally and win this or lose by 50. But yeah, I would be shocked if it's close. To your well, shocked if Michigan loses win close. or lose yeah. by fifty. Like if Michigan pull, Michigan State pulls the upset, I could see that being close. But if they lose, I don't think they lose by a little bit. They lose by a lot. So this is something to keep an eye on because I know we're talking about a lot of matchups here. But Washington's passing game has been ridiculous, and of course, we all believe around here, and I think we're right in this that Ohio State has the best receiver room in the country. If there was a team that would have a contention with that, one of the teams that would is Washington. They have a ton of talented wide receivers there uh, already combined for 38 receptions, 636 yards, six receiving touchdowns in just two games. Michigan State's pass defense is not bad, but it's not great. The line in this one is 16 and a half for Washington. I do think Washington smokes Michigan State. I, As much as I would like to believe the players could 
you know, band together and do something because that would just be a good storyline for those players. They had nothing to do with Mel Tucker. That's not their fault. I don't think that's likely to happen. I think Washington is a little bit more on a mission here. They're sensing that they could possibly be a college football playoff contender. And getting a Power 5 victory definitely goes a long way on that. So I'm going to say Washington covers the 16.5 and and actually wins this by more than 2.5 touchdowns, whatever. Uh, Number 11, Tennessee at Florida. This is 7 o'clock on ESPN. Uh, Not going great for Tennessee. I mean, I guess I shouldn't say that. They're they're better than Florida, right? Florida's rebuilding. They're awful. But Tennessee started off the meeting, or started off this week, rather, with a players-only meeting just to make sure the focus was where it needed to be on Florida. So not something huge to read into that, I guess, but... I do think Tennessee is the better school here, a better team all around. I do not believe in this Florida Gators team at all. And I could see Tennessee moving them off the ball on both sides of the line of scrimmage. The thing working in Florida's favor, it is at Ben Hill Griffin Stadium. That is a tough place to play. But Tennessee knows that. Tennessee's been in the SEC forever. They're not scared of going to other SEC venues, right? If this was a non-SEC team, I might be worried about it. But I do think Tennessee gets the victory here. All right, last one. All, game day's there. Fox is there. Everybody's there. McAfee. Colorado State at number 18, Colorado. This is 10 o'clock in the evening, not the morning, yeah. on, on ESPN. Well, they've had one of those, right? Because they had the big noon kickoff last week. Now they're going 10 Eastern as opposed to 10 Mountain Time, a.m. to p.m. Either way, 1030 is a late kick for us. Not going to be something they're not used to out there in Boulder. And I know the atmosphere will be great. The fact it's in Boulder helps. Colorado's 23.5-point favorite. You want to say some of that's because people are buying into what Coach Prime is selling and there's a lot of hype around the program, and maybe some of that hype isn't all deserved. I've seen a lot of backlash this week from people saying, I don't know, man. Why does everyone talk about Deion Sanders? Why? Because all offseason, all everyone said was, this guy's going to be a disaster. He's got 50 transfers coming in. What the hell's he doing? He's ruining college football. And all he's done is knocked off two pretty big programs, one of which was actually good, one of which we don't know that Nebraska's that good. All I'm saying is, the hype's there because everyone was paying attention because it's Deion Sanders. So far, that experiment looks like it's working. They won one game last year. (laughs) Right. And so this is another excuse to go out there on a week, by the way, like we said, not a lot of marquee matchups. Or you can go cover Coach Prime, who, by the way, when you come on and and go out to Boulder and do your show from there, you invite him on the show, he brings you free sunglasses because of the stuff Jay Norvell said, where he's talking about how, oh, I don't, I take my hat and my glasses off when I talk to adults. Oh, that's fine. And you lose by 30. Who, Who cares? It's college football, man. If Deion Sanders wants to wear it, he wants to wear it, talk when he wants to talk, they're 2-0 and right now, and you're 0-1. And you're going to be 0-2 after this one. It's not going to be pretty. Uh, we're out of time in this segment. Normally, I talk about cheap uh, tickets on the secondary market. I will just leave you with one. Okay. Uh, Sacramento State at Stanford. They will actually pay you to come to this game. <laughs> it doesn't say that. It says $2. But well, still. That's, that's the essential. They're paying they you will to come pay to this you game. Yeah, to much. come. Just open the gates and hope that people buy booze. Yeah. All right, Texas A&M lost to Miami this weekend, which means last weekend, which means it's time to talk about Jimbo Fisher's buyout again. Oh, boy. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza, home of the Grandview Browns backers. We currently have an accident to look out for east outer belt southbound after US 33 southeast, the right lane blocked there. Emergency crews are on the scene. Slowing out traffic, though, could delay at least a few minutes in that area right now. And a slow traffic spot, 270 eastbound between State Route 315 and I-71 north. 
about a 10-minute delay. This report sponsored by InvisibleFence.com. Feel confident in your pet safety while experiencing the convenience of Invisible Fence brand. It's more than a fence. Their patented technology is paired with professional training and hands-on support, so you have the assurance that they're safe within your yard. Visit InvisibleFence.com today to learn more. I'm Adam Zellick for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Just be glad you aren't as stupid as these two. Oh, yes. This, this is Common Man and T-Bone. Football Friday. So glad you've tuned in. Three hours a day, every single day. If you missed the saga of the toenail on the podcast yesterday, well, it's there yeah. in the podcast feed. If you don't subscribe to the podcast, go do it now, please. Wherever you get your podcast, just search Common Man and T-Bone. Click subscribe. Every single show comes right to your device free of charge. The podcast is brought to you by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. The toenail has been removed from the studio. Just it's actually so you still know. in the trash can over there. Okay, well, it's the trash been, can was not emptied today. We've thrown it in the trash can, which in my mind, once it's in there, it doesn't come back out. I understand, but if we wanted to dig through the trash and DNA test the nail, we can. I mean, if you want to do that, Teddy, I'm all done with this story. I'd, this is your new job. You want me to get it out? Yeah, go tra- go dig through Why? the trash. Are you going no, to pay me anything yeah, extra? Yeah, exa- Ted, great question. And you know what? Solid all the way around. That's a thought process. Back in my have. day, we didn't ask for extra to dig through the trash. Right. What's yeah. in your wallet right now? Give yeah. me that. I have Young- no- All right, I'll give you what's in my wallet right now. <laughs> yeah. I never have any cash. Yeah. Here, what do you want? Yeah, that's. I got the, nothing. Uh, I got a giant eagle card. You want that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know I everything nothing. now. I mean, we're going to get to a point. I know not everyone's on this train, but. You can load your credit card on your phone, and you don't even have to carry all that with you. You just go up to the thing and boop, I tell and you, there it's, it is. It's, it's never been easier to pay for things. Oh, I dude. had someone come out to the house today, uh, install something yeah. for me, and I said, how, how are we doing this? Am I paying you now, or do you invoice me? What do you prefer? He says, well, I can do anything. I can invoice you, you can write me a check, or I can just take your credit card hmm. right now, right? Oh, yeah. He's got the phone. Got the little, uh, maybe the, inserts the, the thing. thing. Yep. I know. Sends the receipt right to my email. Beautiful. If this technology has reached the sex swing installers of Central Ohio, then you know it's everywhere. That's what I'm saying. It's not Mark the Shark's house. <laughs> it's the shark. My, it's my house. Does Shark have a sex oh, swing? Oh, huge swinger. Oh, <laughs> huge. <laughs> Is that what the huge term? Huge. I didn't know that's where the term came from. I thought swinger and a, someone who uses a sex swing. Where do you think it came from? Well, I don't know. I just assumed you, you swing in, you, you swing, swing out. On, you swing on the swing. Yeah, you swing over to someone else's house. You swing over there. Just, you know, mm-hmm. what's your dad like to say about going here, going there? What's his term that he uses? Buzzing? No, that's not it. Zipping. Zipping. Your zipping. dad's zipping in and out. That's what some people, they're zip. They're just zipping in and out. That's their swingers club. They zip in, they zip out, go to another house, zip in, zip out. I talked to him on the phone last night. My dad, not Mark the Shark. Okay, thank you. Every conversation ends with, what do you need? You want me to zip over? Yeah, zip over, dad. What are you going to bring me? It's 9.45 at night. You know what? And he would. If I said, you know what? I need a nail. Uh, not, okay. a, not a toenail, just like an, no, a I nail like, to I gotta, nail into the wall. Right. He'd come over with the nail. That's nice of your dad. Also, I just want to point out, you and your dad live about like three minutes away from each other. Now, if your dad lived in like... First of all, we don't live three minutes away. How far do you live away? 57 seconds. Okay. If you lived 57... I will say this about my dad. Miles away, it might be a little bit more of a gesture. I will say this about my parents. They're big pains in the ass. Mm -hmm. However, if they lived an hour away, and I said, hey... Uh, I got a furniture delivery coming to the house. Chris and I are not going to be home. Can you come sit in our house for three hours, stare at the wall, and wait for the delivery? 
they would do it. Well, that's nice of them. They, they that is come, very good. They come from, well, it's nice of them, and they have no hobbies or interests. <laughs> they come from that generation. Yeah. Where, like, my, my in-laws, they're bebopping and scatting, right? Okay. They're going out to dinner. They're taking vacations. Where are you? Oh, we're in Serbia. Oh, Serbia. Where, wherever the that's, hell they are. That's where you vacation. Right? Sure. Uh, whatever. whatever. I they, they were in Portugal yeah. not too long ago. Oh, nice. I'm just saying, they're always around. My parents, they're just sitting there on the couch waiting for me to call and say, zip on over with an egg or a nail or something. I think that'd be a fun game to play for you on social media on the weekends is what is the object that I could ask my dad to bring over after 6 p.m. on like a Saturday night, Saturday night or a Sunday night and say, hey, can you drop by with this and ask Twitter or Instagram, wherever you want to post this, what's the most obscure thing you could ask for that he would be able to say, oh, yeah, I'll zip right over with that and bring it. And we know what they would do it for my sister, too. My sister lives in Akron. If my sister called him right now. And said, hey, mom, I'm having a dinner party tomorrow night. You know those candlesticks that you have in the closet that I really like? I wanted to use them for the dinner party. They drive you, up can there? Can you do me a favor and just drive them up here? They would do wow. that. Those, those are great parents. They would do that. Now, I will tell you, I don't plan on being that great when my kids are that age. What I plan on is being the parents where it's like, oh, hey, are mom and dad back in the country? Oh, look at that. They are. Hey, it's Christmas time. We got to see them for three days. And they're gone. Like, I... We're moving. We're going. Now, maybe that'll all change once my kids are out of the right. house. Maybe they have kids, though. Yeah. And you want to be and around I'm sure the I'll want to see the grandkids. And yeah. I, but I'm also going to be, I'm going to be one of those grandparents. It's like, and it is exactly the time you said you would pick them up. Why aren't you here? I raised your asses. I'm not raising these kids. I, I don't. That's, I'm, I'm just I'm saying. I'm going to be more like you than like them. <laughs> Trust me. That's what I'm saying. It's good to have a hobby is all I'm putting. And you know what? God bless your parents. They, you are their hobby. That's nice. I'm just saying for me, I don't want that. I want to be able, I love my kids and I also have three of them that are in the house right now. Maybe when they all move, I'll feel different, but I want to be able to like see them, have a drink, have some dinner. We all go home and then see them again in a week. I, we li- I like this relationship. That's great. I don't want to be around all the time. I wish my parents would lose my number. <laughs> Except when you need a nail and you need someone but to I, zip but over. I, I don't need anybody to need zip it. over. Then you need it. All right, Jimbo Fisher. Jimbo Fisher, Texas A&M. They lost to Miami last weekend. So, of course, they lost the game. They won't lose this week because they're playing like, you know, I don't know, little sisters of the poor. Are they? I'll say I'll, that just I'll, because I'll Sean McDonough hates it. <laughs> I'll find it. Don't worry. Go ahead. Um, if they were to fire Jimbo Fisher right now, $76.8 million is what they owe him. They were to fire him next year, sixty-seven point five five million. Twenty twenty-five, fifty-eight point two million. Twenty twenty-six, forty-eight point seven five million. Twenty twenty-seven, thirty-nine point two million. And it's just you know, and it's twenty-nine, nineteen, and then ten Jeez. in twenty thirty. Good lord! I don't know why we have to do this exercise. Here's the reality of it: his entire contract is guaranteed. So he signed for what was it, ninety-five million? Yeah. Okay. Just subtract whatever there you go. from $95 million that it's been. Whatever his yearly year. salary is, just subtract that, and that's what you owe him. Yeah, there's. it's not like a... The buyout is pay the rest of the contract, whatever's left of $95 million. By the way, they play uh, Louisiana Monroe is who they okay. play this week. So you're right. And let me They're tell you something, man. Team. If they suck this year, and they go through the SEC schedule, and they're embarrassing themselves, there is going to be someone who's going to bite that bullet and pay out $67 million. He's going to be fired next year. I'm telling you. <laughs> I know, but man, 
let this be a lesson between him possibly and Mel Tucker probably. Maybe it's time we reevaluate guaranteeing college college football coaches a hundred million dollars. Maybe it's time we rethink that practice if you're a big time booster. I'm just pointing this out. You know there's somebody, some sort of Texas A&M booster, spy, whatever. They're going to be planting something in his desk. Oh no, you Jimbo were, Fisher's desk. You were spot on yesterday when you said it that if this Brenda Tracy thing, if you want to believe a conspiracy that she was trying to get Mel Tucker so that he could be out of his contract, she's, she's going down to Texas A&M. They would have hired her at Texas A&M long before they would have hired her at Michigan State. You're exactly right. Uh, the Buckeyes move the meter more than anyone else. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns backers. Still looking out for that accident. 270 southbound after US 33 southeast. The right lane blocked there. Emergency crews on the scene. Hopefully they'll have that cleared up pretty soon. That is slowing down traffic though. Could delay a few minutes. And slow traffic, 270 eastbound between State Route 315 and I-71 North, about a 12-minute delay. This report sponsored by Medical Mutual. Your hometown Medicare insurer, Medical Mutual has Medicare Advantage plans that offer friendly Ohio-based customer service. Visit MedicalMutual.com slash OhioMedicare to learn more. Medical Mutual, your hometown Medicare insurer. I'm Adam Zellick for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Objects in radio may be dumber than they appear. This is Man and Bone. Happy Friday. It's football Friday. NFL picks coming up at 448. Tool of the week in the 5 o'clock hour. Send in your Twitter tools at Man and Bone 971. You can also text the burner phone 614-787-3093. Buckeyes getting ready for Western Kentucky tomorrow. 4 o'clock kick. Live coverage starts at 1030. Uh, Bengals hosting the Ravens this weekend. Browns playing Monday night in Pittsburgh. Your team's starting 2-0, and buddy. You think so? I'm telling you so. I'd love for that to be the case. I'd love to believe that the the Steelers are down bad and they won't get back up and they're awful this year and there's no chance of them doing anything. I'd love to believe Well, they're going to get back up at some point. Not this year. It's not going to be this year. I'm just saying, I'd love to believe that for a season that they will not be a factor in any way, shape, or form meaningfully. They, I am not, I'm not there yet, is all I'm saying. Okay, I'm just I'm just telling you. Right. I'd like to be. I'm I'm cautiously optimistic. Yes, that this team could be better. It's going to happen. That's fine. I'm telling you. I hope you're right. Uh, Jason Stark, our guy, said on Monday that it's ridiculous to even talk about Mike Trout getting traded. But one of our favorite baseball reporters, John Hyman, Heyman. John Hyman okay. is always breaking news. He, he does break a lot uh, of news. He sorry. says that if Mike Trout wants to be traded, it's a big if there, the Yankees and Phillies might be of interest. <laughs> okay, Wait, well, let's right. discuss this. First of all, it's the Yankees, right? They're attached to everyone. They have lots of money. Yeah, they spend it poorly. At least it appears the last couple of years they've done that. But uh, sure, I'm, I'm guessing they would be all in on Mike Trout if the option was there. Well, Stark said this on Monday. He doesn't think it's ever going to happen that Mike Trout wants out of that organization. The only franchise that would make sense to me is the Phillies. Yeah. Because Mike Trout is Mr. Philadelphia. He's, that's his hometown team. Yeah. he. I mean, he lives still in the offseason, not far away in a suburb in New Jersey. Not a suburb, like a town, a couple towns away from where like Delaware, Philadelphia, yes, that he's greater in the, he's area. He's in the Philadelphia area. He's not far. Yeah. So I'm just saying that 
that part of New Jersey very much identifies with Philadelphia. And that doesn't mean he wants to go play there. He might just say, yeah, I root for Philadelphia teams, not the Phillies, but all the other ones. And, and I, you know, would be happy to root for them once I'm retired, but I'm going to play here in Los Angeles and play for, I mean, technically for, you know, an Anaheim, whatever with the angels. All I know is the way Jason made it sound like when we talked to him on Monday was this is not necessarily breaking news that if he wants to be traded, the angels would consider it, which was the news on Monday from, was that Bob Nightingale? I want to say. Yeah. And then I, I don't know. I haven't talked to Jason today, but my guess is he would look at news that says if Mike Trout wants to be traded teams like a team with close yes, ties to his area and the this New is York news. Yankees would be interested. Yeah. This just in, if Shohei Otani wants to be signed by the Yankees, they will be interested in signing him too, right? I'm saying that there are a few players in that every uh, meaning players in the game, meaning there are a few teams that will be at the table ready to put their bet in and say, yes, can we get Mike Trout? Yes. Could we get Shohei Otani? Could we get some of the biggest name players, the most expensive guys out there? Those teams that typically do that are the Yankees. Will it work for them? I don't know. See how the rest of their, you know, bets have gone so far the last couple of years. Not great. But they, yeah, they'll be right back at the table with a new set of cash ready to go. Believe me when I tell you this, though. I mean, Mike Trout could be the best player of our generation. But the reality is he's 32 years old, he's oft injured, and he's got $250 million left on his deal. The Angels are not going to get huge prospects in return for Mike Trout. As a matter of fact, the Angels are going to have to eat money on that deal. Because whoever trades for him is not going to pony up $250 million. For this version of Mike Trout. Well, not with the injury history. No, it's not going to happen. He's 32 years old. It's not going to happen. Now, if the Angels pony up some cash, maybe they get some good prospects in return. But if not, it's just going to be a pure salary dump. If he does wind up in Philadelphia, which I don't think he will. I don't think he gets traded. But if he does. Yeah. Can you imagine, you know, five years ago you said, hey, let me tell you something. Uh, Bryce Harper, Mike Trout, same team. <laughs> right. Same yeah. team. That would be, I it, w- it would be mind-blowing. You'd say, well, of- that team's winning the World Series every single year. They well, may not. You but- would say, how would they be able to afford both those players and then pay anyone else? Even though they are the Phillies, one of the richest ball clubs you would presume in the country. I just don't know how that would work. Let me ask you this question about Mike Trout. Yeah. And I, and I admittedly am not someone who watches a lot of Mike Trout because he's on the West Coast. I am not a huge baseball fan. I do try to check in when I can on the big games. and You watch, we'll watch playoff, playoff games. Unfortunately, he's not playing that's, those. Well, that's what I'm saying is I don't watch a lot of Angels baseball just for the hell of it. And I will watch the playoffs, but he's never really been a part of that most of his career. Uh, Mike Trout is obviously very good. And there's statistical ways to measure this, unlike with the example I'm going to give you. But do we know for sure Mike Trout, like he goes to New York, he sells tickets any more than any other big name acquisition no like no do we know that if he goes to any market he moves the meter enough to like if the the guardians got mike trout i guess a few people would yeah, buy pe- tickets people would buy tickets for initially that. initially initially yeah until then he's hurt for three months and then what i i'm saying would he be a sustainable draw for your organization there is no doubting he's good what i i would almost equate him to and allow me this analogy is like a great, great rock band that all the other bands that are popular and famous and everybody talks about, they all go, yeah, but that band, that's what made us. We're influenced by them. 
that's the best band we've ever heard. That band itself, though, can't stay together, always having issues, members in and out, they break up, they come back together, they put out three albums in 20 years, and they never became what they could have been. Does it feel like a little bit that's where Mike Trout is? Everyone knows he's great. Everyone is aware this guy is a baseball savant. He's in the Hall of Fame right now. Yeah, but he, I don't think it's the same type of draw as other players because well, he's not consistently in, in, there. In fairness, how many of those players are there where, yes, they're a huge draw? Like, is Frankie Lindor a huge draw? Well, right, that's fair. No, probably not. I mean, look... You're right. If if the Guardians went out and got Mike Trout, which they won't, there's no no. But trust just me, to play this game, right? They won't. They would get an initial bump. People would buy tickets and say, "Oh yeah, here we go!" Right. Finally, the Dolan's spending some money. Let's go. However, if they don't consistently win games, then that goes away, right? Whereas, I think whether they win or not, whoever gets Shohei, yeah, assuming he's healthy and can do both things which is a big assumption at this point that's because he's going to need elbow surgery right every fifth day when he starts you're going to see tickets being sold that's whether what I mean. you're in right. fourth place or first place you're going to see it yeah and i'm he's saying move the meter that way i'm saying mike trout is someone you should buy tickets to go see he is someone that if you ask jason stark or anyone who knows baseball should you watch mike trout play is it a gift to get to watch him play they would all say you're an idiot for thinking otherwise But would people, when he's in the lineup, go and say, well, the team is in last place. They've been terrible. But Mike Trout's playing today. I'm buying a ticket because I got to go see Mike Trout. That's my point is your point. I don't know that he is like Ellie De La Cruz. If the Reds were in last place this year, what he was doing earlier in the season. And again, I know he's not Mike Trout. Not what he's doing now. No, but when he when he came in the league and had that month long stretch. Yes. Everyone is buying tickets to just go to see, go see what's happening because you're yes. hearing about it every night. That's short lived. Mike Trout is obviously different than that. I'm just making that point of I think he's almost gotten to a point now where everyone goes, no, nah, you got to believe he's really good though, because <laughs> we never the casual baseball fan, the casual sports fan who doesn't watch a ton of baseball doesn't get to see it night in, night out. They know the stats. They know the numbers. They know he's good. Everyone tells him how good he is. They don't get to experience it the way that you experience it every single night with other players who are healthy, available in the playoffs, etc. That's not bad. All right. Your analogy. I gave it a shot. All right. I saw this on 11 Warriors today. According to a recent article from Sports Illustrated, there are 11.26 million Ohio State fans worldwide. We've seen different studies that have different numbers, but pretty much every single study that we see has Ohio State number one in terms of fandom. So this particular study says 11.26 million and worldwide. This is worldwide fans of... The- I am a fan of Ohio State. Not okay. I watch Ohio State. Okay, okay. Right. This is just... The question I, is, are you a fan of Ohio State? They are my favorite team. Okay. I root for Ohio State. 11.26 million worldwide. That ranks number one in college football with a bullet. Notre Dame is number two with 8.21 million. Okay? Wow. So Ohio State, 11.26, and it's Notre Dame, 8.21. Then it's Texas, 7.82. Penn State, 6.36, and Michigan with 6.26 million. Notice we didn't have any SEC schools in there. Well, Texas is about to be, right? Yeah. But it also surprises me that Ohio State, according to this metric, has almost double the fans that Michigan does worldwide. 
I find that interesting too. I would not have. I mean, I would like to believe that. I wouldn't have necessarily guessed that would be true. You know what I'm saying? I like if you told me, do you want that to be the case? I'd say absolutely. I think that's awesome. But I, if you'd said, do you think that's reality? I'd say, well, Michigan's probably got a lot of fans too, right? But I guess not. They also put some populations of countries in here just to make this more interesting. Hmm. So Ohio State's 11.26 million fans is more than the overall population of Sweden, Greece, Portugal, Switzerland, okay, Cuba. Like you just go, you go to to Greece. Yeah, right. And it's just everyone you encounter an Ohio State fan. Yeah, that an entire country. Right. Well, there are there I know there are sports writers and people who do this for a living who have uh, think it's cringy to call teams like Red Sox Nation or Buckeye Nation or you know Cowboy Nation. It's like yeah, but but these people when you would actually, make up a nation when you have a nation's worth of people who root for the Buckeyes. Yeah, I think it's okay to call them Buckeye Nation. That's fine. Nick Saban talking about retirement again. Details next. Common Man and T Bone on the fan. Fan traffic sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza, home of the Grand View Browns backers. A couple of accidents in the area causing delay. Six seventy westbound at I seventy one, two left lanes blocked there. Emergency crews on the scene. That accident causing stop and go traffic about a thirty five minute delay. And another accident two seventy southbound after US thirty three southeast right lane blocked there about a six minute delay through that area. This traffic report sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance is now Direct Auto Insurance. It's a new name with savings up to twenty five just like you're used to. So stop compromising and keep driving. Get a free quote today at directauto.com. Savings vary. Terms apply. National General Group Winston-Salem. I'm Adam Zellick for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Highly medicated, barely educated. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Let me tell you what's coming up on Monday, okay? All right. And it will also serve as our Hollywood Casino commercial. There you go. The place where we love to go for all our sports debauchery is Hollywood Casino Columbus. They have a 12,000 square foot sports book, two huge walls of TV, not two TVs. No, no. Two huge walls of TV. Gigantic. You can see any game you want to that they have. They're going to put it on for you. It's great. Yes. Food, drink, everything you want. Full bar there. It's awesome. And on Monday, they're also going to have me and Bone doing the show live from three to six. This is not just an appearance where we, you know, come out and wave to you. We're going to be doing the show at Hollywood Casino's Sportsbook. Yeah. So stop on by and see us, please. Must be 21 or older. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. I will say, and I understand this if, if it is for you, uh, if you come out to one of these and it's the first time you've ever seen us in person doing the show, that can be weird. Because you may have listened to us for a time and you've got in your head kind of what we look like or what we're doing as we're talking. And then you see it in person and I admit the magic's gone. But you know what? This is a behind the scenes. You get to see whatever you think this show is. You get to see it and it's raw, naked. Oh, it's going to be raw. Whatever I, I guarantee you, you will see me pick something, flick something. Oh, there's a lot of raw. Stick my hand in my pants and adjust. Yeah. You're going to see all of it. Mm-hmm. And I mean, we're in the round. People can walk behind us, beside us. They can see us in from any Are angle. Are we in the round there? No, no. I mean, like, there's a there's a more casino behind us. We're not oh, okay. up against like right. the wall of a casino. There's still more casino behind us. I guess. Uh, I mean. Nick Saban was on the Pat McAfee show yesterday. He was asked about retiring. He said, "I feel great right now. I love it. We've got lots of challenges right now. I'm looking forward to it. We're all in." He turns 72 next month. Uh, Nick Saban also had his uh, call-in show. He's got a radio show, call-in show. 
where he still takes calls. And uh, one of the person, people, persons, whatever, that calls in is Pee Wee. <laughs> Pee Wee calls in every single week. <laughs> like I just Not that Pee Wee, that Pee Wee's okay. dead. I know. Do you think Nick Saban knows who Pee Wee Herman is? Was. Wow, that's a solid question. Because I would think he's been around long enough. Well, Nick of, Saban of course known, he's been around long enough. But Nick Saban's been a psychopath even before he was like a high-level head coach of a college football program. So I don't think he knows who like Captain Kangaroo was or whatever would be on when he was a kid, let alone stuff that was on when you and I were kids. So no, I don't think he does. Pee Wee calls in every single week, and I guess Pee Wee always has criticism for Nick Saban, and he takes it. This time, Nick Saban thought he would jump the gun and he would criticize himself before Pee Wee could criticize the team. Coach, how are you, sir? Well, Pee-wee, I've been wanting to talk to you all week, man. I mean, we got to firm up the pocket. <laughs> We're setting too soft. We're getting pushed back in the middle. All right, everybody thinks we can't hold up against the blitz, but they're sacking us with four-man rush, one three-man rush. Only one sack came off of a pressure, so I wanted to ask you what the hell's going on. <laughs> I believe you covered it all right there, Coach. So there you go. You know what? He wants insight from Pee-wee. I'll tell you, Nick Saban. Not Pee-wee, uh, yes, no, Pee-wee, Pee-wee you're Pee-wee, right. Yeah, Pee-wee. Nick Saban presents as like a very curmudgeonly old man who just, you know, yells at everyone, is angry, doesn't smile. Want to know why he presents that way? Because he is. Because he's, he's that. I know. But what I think sometimes people may forget about him is that while he is a great football tactician, he's just a great tactician, right? He is He is great at figuring out a way to, if he, if he sat down and said, how am I going to defuse? And I wouldn't think he would, because I would think he'd have other things on his mind. But if he were to sit down and say, how am I going to defuse caller Peewee on my talk show? He'd come up with a game plan for it. That'd probably work. And you know what? That worked like a charm. He went, everyone's laughing. He nailed all the things that guy was going to say. And then that guy's like, oh, well, I guess you covered it. All right. See you later. And then Nick Saban doesn't have to answer the question. Nick Saban can look like, oh, yeah, I, I already know that stuff. I hate that stuff, too. I'm mad about it as you are. You know what I find interesting? And I'm not saying that it's more entertaining this way. I just, you know, I sometimes forget that big-time schools still operate like this. Like Ryan Day with his radio show. We don't call it the call-in show anymore because they don't take calls. They don't. Mm-mm. Okay? And that goes back to, you know, Tress would take, like, two calls. All right, but even Tress sometimes would take calls. That also goes back to, and then Urban came along, and well, there were no more calls. Yes, of just, course. I'm just making that so people know. But Tress would I take just, a call now and then. I just want to point out that Ryan Day hosts his show Thursdays at noon, right here on The Fan. And it's live, but it's done in his office. It's at the facility, It's right? at the it's, facility. It's right by his office. Paul yes. is there. I mean, it's just, hey, I'm, there. I'm not going to take calls. I'm going to do the show from the facility and that's going to be it. And I don't blame him for doing that because it works for him. And yeah, it's and, been accepted. Right. But Nick Saban is the greatest college football head coach of all time. I believe so. I think you're right. I, I hate him with the white hot intensity of a thousand suns, but he's about to turn 72. He's done it all. He clearly is doing this show from the Alabama version of Damon's. <laughs> There is some sort of onion loaf thing being served in the background. I'm just saying, he's there. He shows up at the restaurant. Mm -hmm. He is there taking calls from people. You know he's got to be talking to people at the restaurant. Sure. He doesn't just walk in, say nothing, walk out. I'm just saying, he's still doing that. 
That still exists. Yeah, and I wonder if that's because he just wants to and that's it, or if even Nick Saban is like, this. we just can't get away with this in the South. You know, in the South, I can't not go and see the people once a week because that's what we do around here. That's what coaches do. Now, I don't know. I would love but, to. But why? I why did that last in the South? And it didn't last here. Because, I, is, is Marcus Freeman this, at Damon's? No, no, no. I'll tell you. I think there is a difference. I think there's a difference between Ohio State fans and the SEC, which is why I laugh when Kirk Herbstreit talks about the lunatic fringe up here. There is that. But down south, that's a thing that I feel like would cause a riot. If the head coach of I don't care where university said, I'm not taking calls anymore. I'm not seeing I'm not going out in public. It's an invite only situation for you to be at the coach's show. I think that would cause a riot among whatever fan base it is here. It was a thing that people didn't like, but they said, Oh, well, what are you going to do? Well, I, right, what are you gonna I, do? I mean, what's his, what was the trucker that used to call in all the time from down in Tennessee, Tennessee, Jeff, right? Yeah. You tell Tennessee, Jeff, Hey, you can't talk to coach. And we're like, Oh, that's all right, man. Hey, I still love you. I love you coach. Like, that's just, that's how it is here. There's a lot more of that, like hero worship thing going on. Whereas down there, it's like, I don't, I don't care if you, Jesus Christ, I'm going to call in and tell you you suck. Like they just, <laughs> they do, there's a little of that going on. Uh, and I think we don't have as much of that up here or the ones that do have just given up on the call in show. There's either way, we won't hear from them because they're not taking calls. So maybe they all exist. We're not getting the calls. Uh, would you like to virtually attend a game? Just say yes. Come on. Yeah. All right. Yeah. We'll talk about it next. Common man and T-bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza, home of the Grandview Browns backers. A couple of accidents still looking out for in the area. 670 westbound at I-71. Two left lanes blocked there. Stop and go traffic backed up to 5th Avenue. Emergency crews on the scene. Currently about a 10-minute delay and an accident. 270 southbound after US-33 southeast. Right lane blocked there. Stop and go traffic backing up. About a 10-minute delay in that area as well. This report sponsored by Bob Evans Restaurants. There's big flavor heading your way. Try Bob Evans' new Rancher Barbecue Beef Dinner, Loaded Rancher Mac and Cheese, or a Big old Rancher Burger. All for a limited time, so come on in for dinner at Bob Evans. I'm Adam Zellick for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Listen up. I won't sugarcoat it. This is the longest cold flu and allergy season we've ever seen, but we're not alone. We've got Instacart. Sure, you may be a coughing snot faucet who just wants mommy, but you're not giving up! Not when cold medicine, fragrant herbal teas, and honey shaped like bears can be delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. Now let's go win the sick playoffs! Daddy, I just want my soup. Oh, sorry, Sport App says it'll be here in, in a few minutes. <laughs> Instacart for the win. Um. The kings of local social media. Twitters and twatters. This is Common Man and T-Bone. NFL picks coming up at 448. It is Tool of the Week Friday. You can tweet us your tools at Man and Bone 971. You can also text the burner phone 614-787-3093. I feel like I had oh oh oh. oh so oh, oh. you yes. fat boy food tip? Oh, I got one for you. Uh, you said you had Bojangles <sighs> this morning. Yes. And you had the the chicken biscuit and you said it was very good. Yeah, well, I meant to do like a full-on fat boy food tip, and I will post that because I forgot to on uh, the Instagram. But yeah, this they just opened this over on Hilliard Rome Road. It's south of 270, so where the Menards is, if you know that area. And uh, I had no problems getting in there. Timmy Hall apparently well, hold on. I was, was going to tell you about okay, Timmy. All right. but you, but you let me, talk let me about tell your you about experience the food. Let me first. tell you the food. I, I swung in there around 9, 
probably close to 9.30 for what it's worth. And then I two people in line ahead of me had like four people standing out there with the little tablets waiting so they came right to the car and what do you want? Now, I have been to Bojangles down south and I believe those Bojangles have the, the bone-in chicken pieces. As far as I recall, that's a thing. However, up here, I don't see that on the menu. That's okay. Maybe it's a limited menu for now until they open up more stores. I don't know. Either way, what they do have is the best breakfast chicken sandwich I've ever had. So their chicken, I always forget that it has a lot of spice in it. You don't have to ask for that. It's just how it comes because they do that and it's good. But it was a real like chicken breast filet, not like, not the, you know, they chop up the meat not and put the, it in not a patty. Pressed yeah, this meat. is a real yeah. chicken breast deep fried and then that on a biscuit. So good. I do recommend if you go, get at least one of the bowberry biscuits. That is a biscuit with a blueberry-like substance inside of it, all over like a blueberry muffin, except it's a biscuit. And then they drizzle some icing on top of that or frosting, whichever one's icing. right for this. Well, that's for the South. It's so that's a southern chain. So there you go. go. Icing. It did look like icing is what I'm saying. Anyway, so it's not cake frosting. It's icing. That was excellent. And I that hash browns, hash browns are like uh, the size of an Oreo cookie. That's about how thick they are and uh, circumference. All of that came out to less than 10 bucks. So, all right. So you had a very good experience. So I come yeah, in today. And here, I had a drink here, too. Here's what, yeah. here's what happens when I come in today. I come in. Bones got his Bojangles cup. Tells me all about Love this. and life. All right. I sit down, start doing my work. Ten minutes later, Timmy sashays in. He's angry as hell. <laughs> He's angry as hell, went to Bojangles. He went at about 11.15. Yeah. Okay? He said it was nuts. He said he waited there for 50 minutes. They had no idea what the hell was going on. Oh, wow. They're letting people cut in line. They're all, they got these cones, I guess, that are all over yeah, the they, place. Yeah, they had and cones. They're they, moving cones and letting people cut in front of other people. Oh, no. They, yes, he said it was crazy. He said they didn't know what the hell was going on. He didn't have a menu. They didn't have one for him to look at. He oh, said interesting. It's not, he said it's not the same menu as they had back when he was banging down in Raleigh. He it, said it was completely different. Yeah, I think they've they've either redone the menu across the board or they're doing like a an updated version for newer stores. I don't know. Well, anyway, he was all pissed off. He says he got the wrong stuff, too, in the order, and he's never going back again. Okay, that, that, he walked in loud, loudly. He, proclaim, he hadn't this. eaten his food yet. It's still in the bag. Yeah, bag, bag. Sitting at his desk, dying, which pisses me off. I don't go, know. go eat your damn food. Yes, but he, he has to make this grand announcement. It was terrible. I'm never going back again. Never. And he lives right over there. Yeah, he he, he went away. Ten minutes later, he sheepishly walks back and says. <laughs> Forget what I just said. I'm going to go back tomorrow. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> Telling you, man, if you've not hopped on the Bohanglaze yet, you're I missing, I you're missing it. Yet. I have not you're had miss, it. I, I don't want to build it up too much, okay? I have always enjoyed it when I've traveled. When I saw we were getting one here, I said, I'm not even going to go right away because I don't want to deal with the crowd and the rush. And I don't know what it was. The time I went was in between, I guess, morning rush and lunch hour. So I had no... There was, But they did. I saw the cones because it's in the... It's on a parcel of land that is shared by the menards bigger parcel of land behind it mm -hmm. so their parking lot goes into the menards parking lot and if people aren't you know if that line is long i could see the menards people being like hey we want to keep the cars not just like blocking all of our you know entry and exits into the menards because i'm guessing this has been pretty popular and a lot of people have checked it out 
But well, Timmy said he waited 50 minutes. Yeah, I, I'm telling you, I drove up. There were four people standing. They handed me. I have one of those menus that Tim wanted. I just, I apparently took one. And then I looked at it. I made my order real quick. By the time I got around to the drive through lane, there was no one in the line in front of me. By the time I got done ordering, right. I pulled around to the window. They were holding the food out, ready to go. All right. So I again, I have not tried. I don't it yet. doubt him that what he, happened to him. I'm just saying that sucks for him because I literally had a different experience when I went. Major League Baseball is going virtual. Yesterday, Major League Baseball announced it will host the first regular season game in its virtual ballpark when the Tampa Bay Rays host the Angels on September 20th. Okay. What does this mean? I'm going to tell you what it means. The virtual ballpark, which debuted during the 2023 Celebrity Softball game. I didn't know. Oh, yeah. I watched that. You did? No. Allows fans to enter a virtual world. That features a three-dimensional representation of the gameplay. Okay. Fans will be able to watch the virtual action from any angle in the park, interact with one another throughout the game, and explore the park while playing trivia and participating in scavenger hunts. <laughs> okay. <That was> MLB <laughs> uses Game Day 3D and StatCast technology to recreate the live action in the virtual ballpark. Fans wanting to keep an eye on the live broadcast will be able to do that because it will be played on the video boards of the virtual park. So, you know what? I don't, I don't well, even here, I don't know what to tell here's you. Here's all I have on this. There's a show called Righteous Gemstones. Uh, Walton Goggins, the actor, plays Baby Billy, who is like an old man, but he's like one of the guys that helped found this family, whatever. It's all about religious evangelical TV stuff. It's a funny series. I like it. There's a meme that's gone around with him. Because there's an episode where he's just like, go outside, nerd. Get out of here. And it's just like, yes, that's what I want to yell at everyone who goes into that ballpark. Like, go outside, nerd. What are you doing? You're in a virtual park. You're going to interact with each other. Oh, good. Isn't this fun? Yeah. That we're watching this virtual representation of this game that we. Hey, can you jump on my lap right now? (laughs) I'll tell you what. If I'm going to have a virtual experience with another human being involving some kind of physical activity, it ain't going to be a ball game. I'm going to just tell you right now. Okay. Oh, I'm it's going to be a ball well, game. You know what I'm, I'm just, just saying. a different type of ball game. I'm just saying. There are baseball games. They're not like any barriers to entry. You just pay a little money. You can go in and enjoy. I'm saying I'll go to a baseball game if I want to. Why? Virtual baseball game? I guess if it's the pandemic comes back and we can't go outside again, then yeah. Maybe I would be into that like we were when that happened and people were virtually attending NBA games and stuff like that. But no, go outside. Hey, Teddy, Teddy, I forgot to tell you something. It was the Royals Mm -hmm. and White Sox were playing a double dip. Yep. 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 Earlier this week. And I said to you, I don't care what the announced attendance is. Yes. (laughs) Over under 500 people at this game. You said, oh, man, over here's like 1,500 people there. Yes. Well. A White Sox fan actually counted. Oh yes, of the, course the they did. Of, of course they did in the game. Now this was a true double dip, which means people started coming later. Okay. Oh, so you could say for both. So you could say for both. Okay, it's yeah. not a day. It's night. not a day night because yeah, yeah. they sold seven tickets for this. <laughs> right. Anyway, so he said he decided to wait a couple innings. So in the third inning, he physically counted everyone. <laughs> Who was at the game? Okay. All right, all right. Now I said over under five hundred. Uh Teddy said fifteen hundred. Easily. Okay. Now he said this is this is at, has an error range of about twenty because you know sometimes people would get up. 
Well, people could be in the, the bathroom, bathroom get something to yeah, eat, right. drink, but he was pretty confident in this number. Okay. The What do you think the number is? I'm going to go 374. 374. Teddy, what do you think the number is? 375. Thanks, Ted. You know, you guys were... Bob Barker's dead, Ted. I just want to point that out, and you're still doing this crap? Let him live. The answer was 273. Oh, my God. <laughs> two, two, seven, Imagine if you subtracted mm. the ballplayers, umpires, and stadium workers. It'd be There'd be negative people there, actually. <laughs> well, he didn't count those. Well, the, he didn't count those well, they, you know who he just does? counted the fans. You know who does? The White Sox. Yeah, they, they probably w- do. They did. I'm sure they counted them and any families that had expressed interest in tickets. People who had sent a flyer in that was like, I might buy a ticket someday. They're like, that guy's in. He's here. You know what time it is? Oh, I know. It's time for some NFL picks. If you think you can beat us, if you'd like to play against us, now's your time. To prove your worth. Call us. 614-821-9710. Either way, win or lose, you get a $50 Visa gift card. Courtesy of findyourride.com. NFL picks next. Cowan Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns backers. A couple of accidents to look out for. 670 eastbound at Neal Avenue. Four lanes blocked there. Stop and go traffic backing up to Grandview Avenue. Traffic getting by on the left berm. Emergency crews on the scene. Big delays there. About 25 minutes or more. And 270 southbound after US 33 southeast. Right lane still blocked there due to an accident. About a 10 minute delay. This report sponsored by Buffalo Wild Wings. From 3 to 6 p.m. Monday through Friday. Buffalo Wild Wings happy hour has beer cocktails and bar food for only three to six bucks. It's the perfect way to offset a long day. So head to Buffalo Wild Wings for happy hour today. Valid at participating locations. Watch supplies last. Dine in only. Drink responsibly. I'm Adam Zellick for 97.1. The Fan Track. Hey, Mel. Bry here. Gotta work from home today because the whole family caught a nasty. Daddy. Hey, Mikey. If you're gonna puke, find the popcorn bowl. But my availability is 110%. Coincidentally, so is my fever. <laughs> Kidding. Mel, I'm so cold but hot. Uh, but I'm going to get you that budget. Just as soon as... Right. Mikey! Popcorn bowl! Press 1 to use Instacart and get your family's sick day essentials delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. Press 2 to keep working. Do not press 2. Just use Instacart. Brian. Some fans drink the Kool-Aid. These guys drink the bleach. This is Man and Bone. Happy Friday, football Friday. NFL picks coming up in mere moments. Tool of the week is coming up at 534. Send in your Twitter tools at Man and Bone 971 or text the burner phone 614-787-3093. Tomorrow, Buckeyes and Western Kentucky. The kick is at 4. Our pregame coverage, live pregame coverage starts at 1030. And remember what I say. If there's live pregame on, it's acceptable to have a cocktail. That's what I've always heard. Even if it's 6.30 in the morning. Yep. Now, it's not going to be tomorrow. It's going to be 10.30. But, uh, well, you know what? What's on before the pregame show? Is it uh, Skip's show? Uh, yeah, Ohio College Football Today from 9.30 to 10.30. Skip. Now, that is... Uh, it's not live, though, that show. No, it's not live. Oh. It is pregame. Yeah, pregame of all not, college football. Eh, it's not live. But it's not live. Mm. We'll do it live. Okay. 10.30, have a cocktail. It's fine. It's fine. NFL picks. Oh, crap. <laughs> oh, man. You really jumped into that one and just... Hey, you know. Frozen Lake on that, buddy. It's going to bother me all weekend. I know it is. You know it is. You just thudded hard. NFL picks, go. Huh? 
Common Man and T-Bone present NFL Picks. Sponsored by FindYourRide.com. Our guy this week is Drew. Just for playing, he gets a $50 Visa gift card courtesy of FindYourRide.com. Drew, are you ready, my friend? My guy. Right, my guy. Here we nice. go. Um, Green Bay at Atlanta. I'm going to take the pack on the road to start 2-0. I'm going Packers as well. Pack for me, too. Uh, Raiders on the road at Buffalo. I will take Josh Allen and the Bills to recover. Yeah, I've got bounce back. Buffalo as well. Buffalo, too. Uh, Ravens at the Bengals. Bengals, of course, looked horrible last week. I want to say they're three-point favorites in this game. I'm going to take the Bungles at home. Yeah, I've got Cincinnati here to open it up at home with a win. Bengals for me, too. Uh, Seahawks on the road at the Lions. Lions coming off a big victory in Kansas City last Thursday night. Can they start 2-0? I say yes. I want to go Seattle here, but I'm going Detroit because of what you just said. That makes too much sense. Detroit Nothing wins Nothing I said makes sense. I am going Seattle. Uh, Chargers lost a tough one to Miami last week. They go on the road to Tennessee. I will take the Bolts to rebound. Yeah, I've, got, uh, I've actually got the Titans here at home. Bolts for me. The Bears look like trash last week at home against the Packers. They hit the road to play Baker Mayfield in Tampa Bay this week. For some stupid reason, I'm going to take the Bears on the road. For some stupid reason, I'm going to take Baker Mayfield to win a football game again. But, hey, look good last week. I'll 2-0, go baby. Yeah. The Bucks. Kansas City Chiefs um, on the road at Jacksonville. Is there a possibility that Kansas City starts the year 0-2? Oh, yes, yeah. but I don't think they do. I'll, I'll take Kansas City to win. Yeah, I'm going Chiefs on the road, too. Jags. Uh, Indianapolis on the road at Houston. I'm going to say C.J. Stroud gets victory number one. Yeah, I've got Houston at home as well. Colts, please. 49ers on the road at the Rams, although they are expecting 75% of this crowd to be 49er fans. I'm going to take 49ers on the road. Yeah, I'm going Niners here too. Niners too. Giants lost 40 to nothing to the Cowboys last week. They are on the road at Arizona. Arizona bad. They actually gave the Commanders a football game last week. Still lost. I will take the Giants on the road. I'm going to fade the Cardinals for the early part of this season. We'll see how that goes. I'm taking the Giants on the road. G-Man. Jets and Zach Wilson on the road to face Teddy's Cowboys who beat those Giants 40 to nothing. I don't think it's going to be 40 to nothing, but I will take the Cowboys at home. Yeah, Dallas at home sounds good. Dallas for me. Commanders on the road at Denver. Same old offensive problems for Denver, even though Sean Payton's there. I am not a believer in the Commanders and Sam Howell, though. I'm going to take Denver at home. I don't think Russell Wilson's any good anymore, but I do think he wins this game, or at least Denver does, so I'll take them at home. The Washington football team. Sunday night, Miami had a big win against Chargers last week on the road at New England. I'm going to take the Finns on the road. Yeah, I'm going Miami, too. Pets. Two Monday night games. The first one starts at 7.15. The Saints on the road at Carolina. I will take the Saints. Hey, I got New Orleans. New Orleans. And 8.15, Brownies at the Berg. I say take it to the bank. Brownies start 2-0. and I don't know if it's take it to the bank, but I'm picking the Browns. It hurts me, but the Steelers. Give me a point total for that game, Drew. 42. 42 oh, that's funny. I wrote down 42. Drew, would you like me to take the higher or lower number? 
43? I will. Uh, take the over. Take okay. the over, please. All right, I'll go 43. There you All go. All right, thank you, Drew. You get the prize just for playing. And I hope you enjoyed our new non-NFL-themed bed music. I was going to say, what the hell NFL was that? Picks. What is this music? Well, I, we had a new open produced, and this is the music they gave us. It was distracting. I don't think it's that it was, bad. It was distracting. Is it distracting because it's bad, or distracting because you just weren't used to it? That's um, the question. It was distracting. <laughs> I'll just reserve comments for you off the air as I tell you how much I hate it. That's what I'll do. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, what was I going to say to you? Oh, we're out of time. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Oh, we're oh, out, of, we're out time. of time. That's right. Ole Miss coach Lane Kiffin is being sued by a former player and more bed music <laughs> after everything we do. I know. You know, there was a, a time. Uh, there so was. There was a that's time was we had a, a genius program director here who thought every segment should have bed music playing underneath To it. the point that he wanted some of the shows here to run it just out of nowhere, just be like, that's what I mean. For, for 20 minutes. Just run it. Just Even when uh, you're talking. Like, just ramp it up. Middle of the segment. Just start doing that. Mm-hmm. That I, didn't last. Maybe we could do that next segment. Maybe the, the <laughs> listeners will like it. Yeah, we, we should leave Ted in charge of picking music to randomly just pipe up. We can be talking about anything, Ted. And you can pipe up whatever music we got in the thing you want. Yeah, just like, hey, and now, ooh. Let's do the whole next segment. We'll make it sound like ESPN on TV, where it's just like, well, you know, the fourth quarter, that's how the Chiefs roll, man. They got to get better at that offensive line if they want to win. Pat Mahomes can't do it all. Back to you. All right, Lane Kiffin being sued by a former player. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza, home of the Grandview Browns backers. Still looking out for a couple of accidents in the area. 670 eastbound at Neal Avenue. Three lanes blocked there. Now traffic getting by in the left lane. So a little bit better. The traffic was getting by in just the left berm. Uh, so stop and go traffic. About a 25-minute delay through that area. We also have an accident. 270 southbound after US 33 southeast. Right lane blocked there. Uh, traffic getting better there. Maybe only a few-minute delay. This report sponsored by Typical Sportsbook. Kick off the football season with Typical Sportsbook. Download and enter promo code OHIO150 to claim your exclusive welcome offer. $150 in bet credits and a $30 football bonus. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Ohio. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Adam Zellick for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Barely famous. Incredibly stupid. Back to Man and Bone. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. So, the kid said to me, "Yeah, that she wants some Popeyes for dinner tonight." What? What a great idea! And it's Friday it's night. Delicious. Usually, get pizza, but she said, "I'd like some Popeyes tonight." I mm-hmm. said, "All right, fine with me. I'll eat your pizza. Just let me have the pizza that you normally get, and you guys go get Popeyes." Well, I mean, we're just not going to get the pizza this week. Oh, it's okay. not like we're going to get the pizza and then throw it in the trash. <laughs> That's fair. I don't know why I thought you would. Yeah, it's like, oh, hey, I picked up the pizza. I'm going to throw it in the gutter now. No, no, give it to me. I'll eat it. I'll just take it from you. But uh, so I she, I said, well, what do you want? She goes, you know what? I We usually get the bone-in chicken, but she says, I want the tenders tonight. Beautiful. Nothing wrong with that. So I just clicked on their website to see if they have family meals that include tenders. Mm-hmm. And they do. Okay. But here are the choices. They got an eight-piece. And they say that serves a family of four. No. Um and I'm out. I'm well, going sh- to my... shark tank that idea right what, here and what, say, and for that reason, what kind I'm of out. family of four? I don't know. There could be four six-year-olds there. 
<laughs> and they're well, eating more than eight pieces of chicken. I would assume there'd be an adult. But I know. But I'm just saying it could be a, a family yes. of four six year olds. Sure. And yeah. they're eating eight pieces of chicken. No, I mean, right. I, I'm saying outside of that, I don't know how you'd have four people. Because assuming one of those people is an adult who's hungry. Now, if the adult is like, oh, I had another meal somewhere else, then you could maybe feed a family of four. But I would assume one adult's going to take down at least two or three tenders. Well, but my problem is I've and, gotten the bone-in meals a lot. And they also have an eight-piece meal for that. And I can see how that would serve a family of four. Because you get a couple big giant breasts. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I mean, my wife will just eat a huge breast. And that's it. Cut that up out of context. I was going to say, Teddy, I hope you've got and that I'm saved. there to watch licking my fingers. Okay. <laughs> that's got it real creepy. Anyway. Yeah. You know, we've gotten eight piece for the three of us. Yeah. That's been more than adequate. You got I, four biscuits. You got a big side. Look, I'm saying more. If left to my own devices, I could eat the entire eight piece by myself. I totally agree, of course. However, I can see how eight pieces of bone-in chicken would be sufficient. Eight tenders? No. For a family of four? Get the hell out of here. Well, most meals you get, when you go to a place like that that has bone-in chicken and tenders, you could usually get for a meal, like, get a piece of chicken, maybe two pieces of chicken with the bone-in and a side and a drink. That's usually how the meals are constructed. When you get the tenders, it's usually like, Three piece or five piece. I'm saying you and I are always getting the five piece. Yes, buddy. of course, of course. But I'm saying that's still to me. How would a family of four eat eight tenders when your normal meals don't start with two tenders? They start with three. I don't. Tell you, you see what I'm saying? Yes, like know, your own menu argues with you. Is what I'm saying. So so anyway, we're getting, someone needs to figure this out. We're getting the twelve piece. Hell yeah, that's the way you go. But there's quite a, a difference. Like the. The eight piece is like twenty two dollars. Okay, the you twelve get, you piece get sides like, and stuff like with thirty eight dollars. Like, Whoa! All right, because they give things. you two large sides and six biscuits because they assume you're serving everybody. You are. Well, yeah, but you're, you're just going to be a, the three of us. So, well, pa- Papa's going sounds, to town. Sounds like you got a job to do. Oh, and you know what? You're I'm up, up for that challenge. <laughs> I'm yeah, up for I'll it. I'll tell you, I really think we have to have a conversation with the fast food people. And I know why they do it. It's not the restaurants that are doing this necessarily. It's their marketing department and probably some of like the whoever controls that, the the FDA or whoever that, you know. The FDA? They have to. Who is it that gives you the guidelines of how to eat healthy? Is that the FDA? Is that the, the, whoever it is? President's Council on Fitness? There's some government entity that's like. 2,000 calories, food pyramid. They're trying to get you to eat healthy. That's, they already put the calories on here. Oh, I know. I, I'm staring at it right now. This is Hey, this is 6,000 calories. I'm staring at it. Mm-hmm. But you know what? They say it serves six. No. Which it doesn't. No, but that's why they do that. Is Teddy, because how many tenders you eat? I'm telling you, I the reason they do it is because it's 1,000 calories a person. They're saying that any more than that, and we'll get accused of like trying to make America fat. So they're trying to divide the number just by calories. They're not looking at like how humans would actually eat. That's not real. What are my choices that they have as far as the, the tender? No, 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 no. I mean, how many? Like, how many? They- co- I- I'm saying you're coming over for dinner. There's a pile of tenders just okay. sitting there. There's 300 you, tenders. There's unlimited tenders. You can eat as many tenders as you want. Are they like the size of the tenders we had the other day? They're Popeye's tenders. The Popeye's have tenders. Have you never had Tenders at Popeyes? A little bit like years ago. I mean, I always get the sandwich. I mean, I get get the sandwich. That's the best thing on the menu. Yeah, but they're about the size that we had the other day. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Then how many would you eat for dinner? 
Mm. I'm trying easily, easily four. Yes. probably like six. Yes. Okay, six. And Teddy is a light eater. Yeah. Yeah. So right. what eight piece is going to serve a family of four? I don't know. I'm telling you. Teddy, it's insane. If you if you yeah. saw these ten, if you saw an eight piece meal from there, you'd say, "Well, I don't think I could eat the whole thing right now." But you know, you could take it down in a day. You could eat part of it in the morning, part of it in the evening. You could have an eight piece yourself. Uh, yeah. There's no way that's for a family of four. No, get no. out of here. Get out. Right. Good. Old Miss Coach agreed on that. Lane Kiffin is being sued by a former player because uh, the former player says Lane didn't care about his mental health. Yes. Uh, off, uh, this is defensive tackle DeSanto Rollins, who says that he was kicked off the team for missing practices and meetings, but he claims he was having a mental health crisis. And as such, he is suing the university and Lane Kiffin for failure to provide equal protection, racial and sexual discrimination, and multiple other allegations, according to this lawsuit. Uh, he apparently is a backup lineman who has had a lot of injuries in his career, He's demanding $10 million in compensatory damages and $30 million in punitive damages. Yikes. The lawsuit alleges that Kiffin intentionally took adverse action against Rollins on account of race for requesting and taking a mental health break, but did not take adverse action against white student-athletes for the same request. It also alleges sexual discrimination uh, on the basis that Ole Miss had not taken adverse action against female student-athletes for requesting and taking a mental health break. Uh, Ole Miss has so far said, we have not received a lawsuit. Uh, then the spokesman for Ole they don't Miss, have the internet at Ole Miss yet. They have not, <laughs> apparently we're waiting for the facts to come in. That's right. They also said DeSanto was never removed from the football team and remains on scholarship. In addition, he continues to have the opportunity to receive all the resources and advantage that are afforded a student athlete at the university. So uh, hard to know. Clearly, it sounds like he feels like something has happened there. But if you're on scholarship and they haven't taken that away, they may not. Lane Kiffin is under no obligation to start anyone. But again, I don't, I don't know where the line draw. The line is drawn on that. If they're saying I, you're I not know. kicked off the team, I don't know what's happening behind the scenes. Uh, what I will tell you is, I don't like Lane Kiffin, and I hope he gets sued for thirty million and loses. <laughs> Thank sure. you. That's fine. Doesn't mean this is true. We don't know. And I mean, no, if, I have no idea. But if it is, then yeah, I hope, I hope this guy wins every dime. If that's what's going hey, on hey, behind Teddy. the scenes, uh, Dustin Johnson says he's not on the Ryder Cup team because of Live. He said, I would have loved to be a part of the team, but to be honest, I haven't really played that well this year, but I've played well enough to be on the team. I didn't have the best year. Was it good enough to make the team? I think so. If I would have been playing on the PGA Tour, yeah, I could have made the team. Do I think I can help the U.S. team? Absolutely. Now, Brooksy is on the Ryder Cup team, right? Even though he is a live guy. Yeah, and he won... Trying to remember what yeah, he's been good. He won one of the right. Uh, majors, yeah. right? So, do you think Dustin Johnson, admittedly, has not had a very good year? Do you think he would have been on the team if he was still on the PGA Tour? He may have. Obviously, it's different, you know, competition. And if he could have played um, a little bit better and been on that, uh, you know, on the PGA Tour, he he may have. It would. It's been, not a slam dunk. No, no, no. And because like Justin Thomas, he w- he didn't have a very good year. And they selected him because of his past success mm-hmm. with these uh, international events. And Dustin Johnson, he's done pretty well during them as well. So I, I could see him. He may have made it. I-, I can't say it's definite, but there's a chance he could have. I also feel like, though, Dustin Johnson a little bit is saying, like, well, if things had gone differently, then it would have been different. It's like, <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah like, I if can. you played in the PGA, maybe you would have had yeah. better weather at one of your tournaments, or you yeah. would have felt more comfortable at a course you were playing that maybe you have a little more experience on, or whatever. Yeah. 
And you also wouldn't have the weirdness of the live thing. You wouldn't have all that hanging over your head. You'd just be in your element. Maybe you'd play a little better, too. And the competition would be viewed as tougher. So you made a bunch of choices, and uh, life comes at you fast. That's what I'll say. Some breaking news. Uh, Paulina Gretzky, who is married to Dustin Johnson, just ate eight tenders by herself. Good for her. So let her live. No family meal for her. No. I'll tell you what. She ate them all whole. She didn't even chew them. Like a cone head. You just sometimes... (laughs) Like a cone There's a reference nobody gets. Remember how the cone heads ate Subway sandwiches? Yes. Yeah, I'm just saying. I, uh, I too, would uh, have plenty of tenders as quickly as possible. If they... I have a tough time restraining myself. When they brought that food in earlier this week, the Huey Magoo's people brought us some chicken tenders. I went back two or three times and probably got two or three each time and some sauce. I feel like we should have a tender challenge. What do you prefer, tender or finger? What do you or mean? Or a tender finger. You just mean, <laughs> well. Chicken depends, tender or chicken finger? As a what do you term? prefer? Yes. Because I don't think that's a different thing. No, it's not a different thing. It's just, what do you prefer? I think a chicken tender makes more sense because that's what it is. It's a tender it's, it's a part of the tenderloin. Yeah. Yes. So that's what those, that's why they're called that. A chicken finger is just a thing. Someone's like, you know, that looks like a chicken had fingers. Am I right? And how, you know, they, how do that's we, what we call it. I, I, I want to have a competition between Popeye's and Cane's and Huey Magoo's and Bojangles. Okay. When it comes to tenders. How do we ensure that it's fair in terms of making sure everything is fresh. What's the goal of the competition? I'm to determine who who gets the most votes here at the radio station. Oh, Obviously, it's subjective. You mean if we eat them and then give our taste yes. test? Yes. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Well, I didn't know. You're what just saying, saying like, just like, look at them and you, throw them in the trash? No, you said, I want to have a contest. How do we make it fair? Voting. I, thought, like, I thought it I was thought pretty you self-explanatory. Like, I thought you meant the audience outside is going to like vote on who the no, best tender is. we're okay. going to eat them. I see. Okay. And we're going to determine. Oh, so we're going to get a bunch of food here is what you're saying. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But how do we determine freshness? How do we, how do we guarantee freshness? Uh, I mean, we could do it. How dedicated are you to this idea? Pretty, de- I go pretty dedicated. Okay. Then what we could do is take the three or four of us. Let's, I assume the three of us on the show would participate. Timmy Hall would participate. Mm-hmm. Maybe we find another person as well who Colin would be really Colin good. Colin would yeah. be no, no, no. I know Colin. I'm saying like I gotta people. Say something about Eva Bald. People Colin who Hall. love chicken tenders here. We should be in, but I'm saying we should also get someone who's like I'm not a big fan. I just I want to go with you. And then we should go to each place and order the food fresh and have it right there. Okay. All right. That's how you so ensure we don't, do, we don't do it here. We take road no, trips. No, we have to take road trips and do it. All right, yeah. fine. Uh, NFL owners want to loosen the rules. Details next. Colin Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns backers. We now have a closure in the area. 670 eastbound between State Route 315 and Neal Avenue. Completely closed down due to that accident that was there. There were some big delays. Uh, eventually just had to close it down. So stopped and backed up traffic around that closure now as well. Emergency crews are on the scene. They're working on it, but avoid that area as much as you can. This report sponsored by Buffalo Wild Wings. From 3 to 6 p.m. Monday through Friday, Buffalo Wild Wings happy hour is beer, cocktails, and bar food for only 3 to 6 bucks. It's the perfect way to offset a long day. Head to Buffalo Wild Wings for happy hour today. Valid at participating locations. Wild supplies last night and only drink responsibly. I'm Adam Zellick for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Murdering brain cells one show at a time. Back to Man and Bone.
It is Tool of the Week Friday. Send in your Twitter tools at Man and Bone 971. You can also text the burner phone, 614-787-3093. And now T-Bone's going to sell you something. Well, Mike, if you're not happy with your home's water, maybe you've noticed the scale buildup on your shower head and faucets, or if your hair and skin feel dry and mistreated. That could be because of problem water. Connecticut wants to fix your problem water. You can schedule a free at-home water test with a local water expert right now. Just call them. 800-444-1387 or ConnecticutColumbus.com. Again, 800-444-1387, ConnecticutColumbus.com. Get the same water treatment system that I have in my house, but with different stuff inside it to make sure it fixes whatever's wrong with your problem water. They will find the solution custom-tailored to your house 800-444-1387 to talk to Connecticut today. Thanks, Bone. You're welcome, man. Hey, uh, the NFL owners have put together a committee. Essentially, what they are thinking they have to do is change the rules about who can actually own an NFL franchise. They have rules in place that say, hey, if you're going to buy into the NFL, you have to be worth this amount of money, have this amount of money in liquid cash, whatever the team is worth, you have to have X amount of dollars. What the NFL is saying is these franchises are so expensive now, what they're selling for, we just, there's not a ton of people that have on paper what we're looking for. Should we be opening this up so that, you know, you don't have to have as much money in the bank to own one of these franchises? That's what they're looking mm. at. And I guess D has, D has them. Jimmy Haslam is on the committee for this. Yeah. So Ben Fisher of Sports Business Journal has a nice write up about this. There are four owners who are on this exploratory group. Uh, Falcons owner Arthur Blank. You mentioned Jimmy Haslam. Patriots owner Robert Kraft, uh, which is very handy that he's on there. And Broncos owner, new owner, Greg Penner, who just bought the Did team. you do that on purpose? Because well, I like that. I don't know what you're talking about. Anyway. Bob Kraft. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what you're saying. Okay. Anyway. Right, the point is, <laughs> I think you got your answer. The point is, they're all looking at this and going, well, we've got to find a way to be able to maximize the value for our ownership groups when we go to sell okay why would these rules exist in the first place mike do you think because you're right they're they're looking at the deal they just did for the washington commanders and the denver deal and they're saying i think it was josh harris who said i had to get 20 different people involved to help get enough cash on hand so the nfl would go oh good you've got the cash they, they want to make sure that you can truly afford what you're buying there's you know a cost of doing business in the right. nfl now the NFL should care about that, but who are the NFL? The NFL is the owners, right? Yeah. If an owner is getting out of the NFL and they're selling their team and they're saying, we're having trouble finding someone who's got, like, let's say if your team's worth $5 billion and of that they need to see one and a half billion is liquid, you know, before they'll let you buy the team. I don't know what their rules are, but whatever the number is, they're saying there just aren't a lot of people with one and a half billion liquid so we've got to lower the standard for what someone has to have liquid. They can have a lot more debt and still buy this team. Right. Because the value of the team's always going to go up. That's not going to be a problem. That rule is in place not to protect an individual NFL owner. It's to protect cities and fans who invest and root for NFL teams, right? If your state or your city makes carve-outs, tax breaks, builds a stadium, etc., for a team, the hope is that the person running the team or the group running the team, owning the team, they will be able to keep up financially with what the league demands. Right. So when you remove that protection, Jerry Jones eventually, or someone related to him when he dies, will sell his team. 
that Cowboys transaction will make the most money we've ever seen for any sports team in the history of pro sports when it happens. Then they're out. Then whoever's in is going to have to deal, right? And that's going to have to be on whoever's left to pick up the pieces. Well, if guys like Bob Kraft, if guys like Arthur Blank, they're all getting out too. Jimmy Haslam will eventually sell or his family. Someone will, right? They're not going to be dealing with the fallout of this unless they're still in the league and then all these guys who don't have any money are suddenly owning the teams. I think it's interesting because I feel like this could be something that eventually comes back to haunt the people who invest in the NFL that are not NFL owners, the cities, counties, et cetera, who build these stadiums and then expect that the owners will foot the bill for things like you do when you own an NFL team. But if those owners are going to be like, I'm sorry, I, I don't actually have liquid cash. This is my cash. Do you want more guys who don't have the means? Do you want more Mike Brown families owning these teams? Or do you want teams that are really, really rich, that have the money, that can actually pay and go out there and keep this this thing upgraded? I feel like this could be a bad deal for fans in the future, years and years down the road, not right now. Yeah, I, I don't I don't think that you're wrong. I think what they see is they see a landscape where these existing owners in the league are concerned that they're going to turn around and at an NFL owners meeting, half the table will be Saudi princes. Sure, fair enough. I'm just saying that's, that's, that's what I think they're afraid of. Yeah. Is that, that makes well, sense. The, the only people really that have on paper what we're looking for in large volume are Middle Eastern oil families. That's a that's a solid point. And, and, and the NFL could choose to do that business or not. Right. What I'm saying is at some point, by lowering the standard, you're right. It allows... And it's good. We have talked how ownership needs to be able to... We shouldn't just have like the same 20 people owning all the sports teams I, I, in America. I agree, I agree with you. I, that's right, too. The problem is the NFL owners are basically saying this. Market forces are capping me. I can't do anything about this. I must take all this money. No. You could sell the team for less money to someone you think is going to be a good owner for that city that you have Cor- made correct. a lot of money off of, but they will never do that because that's not what it's ever been about. Just remember this with the NFL and with pro sports in general. They're never looking out for you as a fan. They're looking out for their bottom line. Number one, always. And you can say that's their right. That's their sure. Whatever. They're not going to do right by what's good for the city. Nine times out of 10, 99 times out of a hundred. They're going to do what's right by their bottom line or whoever else is helping them invest in this. They're going to cash out and leave you with the bag. They're going to leave you with the problems. And I'm just saying this is another example of that. Never forget that when we talk about these sports owners. Tool of the week is coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns backers. You want to be aware of a closure in the area. 670 eastbound between I-70 and Neal Avenue. Closed down completely due to an accident through that area. Emergency crews are on the scene. Avoid that area as much as you can right now. Definitely causing some problems and backups around that closure. This report is sponsored by Buffalo Wild Wings from 3 to 6 p.m. Monday through Friday. Buffalo Wild Wings happy hour is beer, cocktails, and bar food for only 3 to 6 bucks. Perfect way to offset a long day. So head to Buffalo Wild Wings for happy hour today. Valid at participating locations while supplies last. Dine-in only. Drink responsibly. I'm Adam Zellick for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Common Man and T-Bone present. Troll of 
of the week. Sponsored by the Lion's Den. Best tool, according to us, gets a $50 gift card to the Walrus. The Walrus, your downtown home for sports with 24 mega TVs. I'm going to do some reading today. You're going to read these? Why not? All right. I'm Uh, I'm here to relieve you whenever you want to break. I'll probably need one. Okay. Jordan says, uh, my fat guys. Some early onions. My tool of the week is Bo Bishop for wanting to put a roof over Cleveland Brown Stadium. This is Ohio. We don't need roofs for our football stadiums. I didn't know that Bo said he wanted to do that. I would wonder if he said, I didn't hear this. I would wonder if Bo said, that's what they're going to do, whether we want it or not. But whatever. This is Jordan's thing. I'll, I'm Bo's just, just going to take, take it. it. I just have to take it right. Uh, Dustin says, my Solana Papadias. Uh, Total week goes to anybody, especially Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis, that wrote letters of support for Danny Masterson after his conviction. Just because your old pal bought you lunch or something years ago doesn't dismiss their criminal behavior. I saw Ashton Kutcher had to step down from a charity he worked with because that charity deals with, like, uh, sex trafficking and things oh, like well, that. Well, and yeah, he yeah. was they were like, nope. Yeah, Danny Masterson, by the way, was Hyde on that 70s show, and he was convicted of rape. Of two, and has been two different sent- people? Two, right? two, two, two counts, counts of, rape, of rape, yeah. And has been sentenced 30 years to life. Yeah, uh, not, not good. Yeah. Pauly Two-Shirt says, my breakfast sauce is on the side. My tool is definitely Jamar Chase for doubling down on calling the Browns elves after getting his ass kicked. When you get your ass kicked, you admit it. As man and bone say, just take it. Just take it. That's right. Uh, Buckeye Ant 830 says, my dingalings. The male doesn't fit into the female. (laughs) My tool of the week is whatever animal left a toenail in the studio. Who does that? I hope you get to the bottom of it. The culprit should be publicly humiliated. Hashtag GTH. Totally I'm, agree. I'm and I, I was convinced it was... Yesterday, I was convinced it was Bobby, and then you got me on to Biddle, and now today, you're like, oh, it could be Bobby, and I'm like, all well, right. No, because well, I, I talked to first. Rothman. I know. Rothman worked with Bobby for a long time, and so I needed to get his perspective right. on it. And now you're, and on, I don't you're know. on the... Now you're back on I don't know. I'm just saying, I don't know. Uh, Tom says, my guy. Twitters and twatters. My tool of the week is the family that brought their German shepherd into the Kroger on South Hamilton last night, which proceeded to take a massive dump on oh, the floor, yes. and they didn't even bother to clean it up. Oh, no. What in the actual F? He says, never going back to that Kroger again. To be fair, I don't know why that Kroger wouldn't tell them, like, hey, the dog can't come in, but uh, yeah, you got to let someone know that your dog took a dump in the grocery store. Otherwise, John Taffer comes in and starts screaming at you. No good. Uh, Nick says, my tool of the week... Who buys a timeshare? Oh, I'm oh, sorry. I started. Yeah, I'm started his with tool you. of the week. Who yeah. buys a timeshare while running ads for companies who get you out of timeshares? <laughs> well, you don't run those ads. The I station, right? I don't. Station th- runs those. Station runs the ads, and yeah. also I didn't buy the timeshare. My wife bought the timeshare. <laughs> I'm just along for the ride. That's right. Uh, Mitch says, Mitch. "My guys, absolute drunken orgies." My tool of the week is my buddy Troy, who came over for football and beers. I was making snacks after drinky. But that took too long for him, so he started chugging my Parmesan cheese straight from the container. You could have at least aimed for your mouth and not the carpet, you tool. Yeah. Also, chugging it? Like, I mean, I could see dumping it in your mouth. Like the grated cheese? Yeah, I guess. But how's... I mean, I love Parmesan cheese, but I usually want it to be on something. I, I would like a block of it, or I would want more than just that. That wouldn't do anything for my hunger. Uh... 
Cody says, my guys. Chubby time! I'm doubling down this week with man as my oh. tool of the week. Last week, I critiqued his view on light rail, and instead of taking it, he said, prove me wrong. So I did tons of research and put together a Twitter thread I tagged him in, and he hasn't responded to it. I'm disappointed. Oh. I'm sorry, oh. I didn't see it, Cody. Well, <laughs> I didn't well, see it. Gotta go check. I will check. All I right. didn't see it. Also, you suck. Wow. Chip Dip That's says, my fatties. Ah, ah, ah. Uh, tool of the week is the hard to access and terrible Pac-12 network. Had to get a free trial of Fubo to watch the OSU volleyball last of week. Course, I should have known. Course. I knew this I was coming. I should have known. Yep. Then the broadcast was horrible. Then ads randomly in the middle of play. Then no broadcasters in the second game. Glad you're dying, Pac-12. Hashtag GTH. Well, that's a sign of the times, I would guess. Yeah. Uh, Ryan says, my guys, bah! Bah! my tool of the week is common man for not reading any would you rather from the burner phone. Oh, hashtag GTH. I, by the way, Bone was also reading stuff from the burner phone. Yeah. So oh, when I, was... I apologize we didn't get to yours, but we do. Yeah, we read stuff. Yes. We read it from all the places. I'm just, I'm Everything just saying. comes in everywhere. Uh, I read com- it all. What's common this? man's teat. Thank you. Says, my pepperoni nipple guys. Annie Hockhausen. My tool of the week is whoever came up with the touchback rule when the ball is fumbled and goes out of bounds in the end zone. Yeah. You know, that's true. That rule sucks. You shouldn't be rewarded for that. Well, you had that last night. It was a big deal in that game. And it's, yes, I I agree with you. It's a bad rule. And I never understood that. Never. Uh, Darth Sweater Vest says, my toenail CSI texts. I want to kiss you. My tool of the week is common man for tantalizing all of us with thanks killing, but not telling us where it can be streamed. For all of my 47 years, I've yearned for a movie with boobs in the first second, and now all my dreams are within reach. Amazon. I saw it. Was, you can't stream you can, it there. You can buy it there. Well, you can I heard it on Tubi. You, you can, can stream it there. Well, for well, free? That's what somebody had tweeted us. I didn't check it out, but All that's right. what we were told. I'm just telling you, you could rent it for like $3.99 on Amazon, or I think buying it was like less than 10 bucks. I'm not saying that everyone can do that. I'm just pointing it out. That that's where it is and does exist there. Uh, Dutch says, my ayahuasca crap bags. Look at my boobies, Jack. My tool of the week is my crap bag of a tooth that needs a root canal because I'm evidently a crap bag of a toothbrusher. Bonus tool is my crap bag dental insurance that doesn't cover anything other than cleanings. Oh, no. Hashtag GTH. Hashtag crap bag. Hashtag pickleball sluts. Whoa. Whoa. I, All right. I didn't know that that was a thing. I'm just reading. I'm not aware of that. All Man's right. droopy sack. There we go. Says my guys. The great athletic directors that we have in Michigan. Man, my tool of the week is my local Taco Bell for no longer carrying the Beefy Crunch Burrito. Why? It's been one month. I will co-sign that, I, man's same, droopy sack. Same here. Because I went to Taco Bell on Sunday thinking I'm going to get myself a Beefy Crunch Burrito. I was told we don't have that anymore. How? How is right. You barely brought it back. It was what like three weeks it was there. Oh, my gosh. Stupid. I love Taco Bell, but I hate that. So stupid. Uh, Black Sasquatch says, my tool of the week are those alien mummies from Mexico. You call those aliens? Come on, man. They look like a third grade science project made the night before. I've seen better aliens at a Limp Biscuit concert. Give me something to break. <laughs> hashtag, Give me something to break. Hashtag yeah. GTH. Hashtag alien tools. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't that's very great. good. No, that's 
What, what was the alien thing from Mexico? Uh, I missed all yeah, that. Yeah, fall down the wormhole of, hole okay, of that. Go I ahead. missed all that this week, I guess. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, I don't know what this means. T-Bone's running club says my guys. Dang that all night. Hmm. My tool of the week. Who is this? I don't know. Yeah, Jonas. Jonas Vinegard for Vindigard? attacking his teammate in the Vuelta, Vuelta instead of helping protect him. Completely ridiculous. Teddy, what, any, what the I, hell is that? I have no idea what that is. I should. I, I thought should. it was a soccer thing. So I don't that's know. That's why I figured Bone would know. Yeah. Did, we just, did, just, we, did we read a secret commercial for the Proud Boys? <laughs> <laughs> All right, you, you go look that up. I have no idea what the. I don't know what any of this means. Let's see. Uh, oh, it's uh, it's apparently cycling. There we go. Cy- cycling. cycling. Wow. All right. So Didn't, we had yeah. volleyball and now cycling. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. Uh, the the broth of bone. <laughs> nice. That's that's a good broth Says, right there. My tool a, of the week of is Seaman. I assume that's me. Common man, yeah. For his fear of hot air balloons. I would love to see him hundreds of feet in the air with his gigantic newt sack hanging over the side <laughs> of the basket. <laughs> Teabagging go-to-hell drivers. Sure. Like when they're driving slow in the left lane or not turning right on red. There you so go. So I would, I would swoop down in the basket. You wouldn't have to swoop. It's the, the joke is just that unload. you would from, from way above. I you could just see. droop it down I and it would, it would be able to accomplish the goal. All right, let's pick a winner, shall we? I mean, that last one was pretty good. I, I feel like that one could easily take it. Uh, the other one that I thought was man's droopy sack with the Taco Bell thing. Which one do you want there? Do you want droopy sack you or droopy I li- sack I like the you? image of me. Just unrolling the nut sack. My sack mm-hmm. from a hot air balloon. There is no delay of game. We didn't let the team go because we were stretching our balls. I miss Ed Hockley. I really do. That's uh, right. Whoever I just said won the prize gets a $50 gift card to the Walrus. Back page coming up. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns backers. Still looking out for a closure in the area. 670 eastbound between I-70 and Neal Avenue. Closed down completely due to an accident there. Emergency crews on the scene. Uh, that is causing some problems around that closure as well. Some backups. So uh, try to avoid that area as much as you can right now. This report sponsored by Buffalo Wild Wings. From 3 to 6 p.m. Monday through Friday. Buffalo Wild Wings happy hour has beer, cocktails, and bar food for only 3 to 6 bucks. It's the perfect way to offset a long day. Head to Buffalo Wild Wings for happy hour today. Valid at participating locations. Wild supplies last night and only drink responsibly. I'm Adam Zellick for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Buckeye Show coming up at the top of the hour. The fine host of the Buckeye Show, your friend and mine. Timmy Hall. Hello, Timmy. Oh, my sweaty afternoon hosts. Now, you've got a big 30-minute show. There it tonight. is. you got a big 30-minute show, but I it's okay. I was waiting for it. Because you were doing updates all afternoon. Oh, wait. <laughs> you weren't. <laughs> Look at this guy. <laughs> yeah. I even had Jen Winters' parents who stopped by. I just met they them. They, too, made a joke about the length of the show tonight. Mm-hmm. 30, yeah. 30 minutes. Wow. People I just meet are mocking me for how little I work. It's wonderful. Well, Tim, you know what I say? Only they knew cancel the half that, of it. Cancel that high school football game and just stay on the air longer. Oh, wait, you can't. You have to You have to do the 30 minutes because we got high school football coming up, right? Actually, Timmy's got all the power. Well, he can do whatever he really, wants for another, for another We've already eight agreed hours. to do it. We've told everyone it was going to happen. Can't just amend the schedule. You can't like cancel me. I cancel you. <laughs> That's my Matt Andrews. <laughs> don't, don't, don't. What are you doing? 
<laughs> oh, Maddie, maybe I could be your sideline reporter tonight. Oh, yes. Think I could do that? What High is, school what football sideline? What is the game tonight? Not dressed like that, but go ahead. Reedy and DeSales. Okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so that's the game tonight. And then good one next week already, depending on if Hillier Bradley can keep their unbeaten streak going. They're on the road at Jerome tonight, so they could be 5-0 and next week, and it would be... Bradley at Upper Arlington. Next you're, you're doing the play-by-play next week, right? Neil Sika is going to do next week, and I'm like sweating in my eyeballs now, and I'm about ready to cry. I don't what's, know why. What's, what's the matter? I don't know. You ever get like sweat into your eyeballs, and it just stings oh, a little you bit? You mean sweat from your head? In, so, I thought you were ping pong sweat from my forehead is seeping into my eyeballs. We haven't now. played. We haven't played in 40 minutes. You're still sweating? Yeah, I'm sweating. It's hot in here. I ran, and I'm wearing I, a no, hoodie. No, no, I ran on. you around. Hang on. <laughs> you, you did run me. I just yep. want to point out. It's hot in here because you have sweatpants, sweatshirt. Look at it. You and can't then, even see. Like you have you have all this stuff. Yes. You cutting onions? <laughs> My eyes. Timmy, that that <laughs> yes, I know that t- poor Timmy's never had the sweet sting of sweats from a hard day's work Man. in his eyes. He's just now feeling what that's like. Maybe it's just being in, in this studio with my two favorite guys. <laughs> God. <laughs> it's really getting to me emotionally. It's making me cry. <laughs> God, That's what full, I thought you were saying at a, first. Living a full day. A heck were, of a day. I thought you were afraid to admit that you were crying. You're like, my eyes are sweating. It's like, Timmy, those are tears. That's that's fine. If tears you're crying, of we can joy. all, we can all have salty a salty discharge. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, my God. Mm. I care. All right, what's coming up on your uh, half an hour marathon? Oh, yes. Uh, we're doing the final walkthrough. Last bits and pieces you need to know before the Western Kentucky kick tomorrow. Yep. And the fastest football picks in the world. Can I beat Tyvis this week? Yes, I Titus can. Titus isn't on the show this week, is he? No, but he gives us the picks. Oh, okay. Yeah, we yeah. got the picks. All right. Uh, Buckeye Show, top of the hour. Then it's high school football at 6.30. Catch all the action right here on The Fan. Back page. The Back Page. The Back Page. With Common Man and T-Bone. Sponsored by Care Heating and Cooling. When you need a company you can trust, call 1-800-COOLING. Bone. Uh, well, man, some sad news for, I know, a guy that is influenced and, and beloved by a lot of people. Huey Lewis. Uh, has come out and talked about his hearing loss. Well, we know he's he suffered. He can't hear. Well, right. Well, he spoke about it, and I have quotes from him talking about it, All where right. he said specifically what's wrong and what's happening. He said, among other things, I can't hear music at all. I can't hear pitch at all. Even one note is out of tune with itself for me. So that's been a bitter pill and a hard pill to swallow, but you've got to move on in life. I have hearing aids. I'm Bluetoothing to the computer. I do like using Bluetooth as a verb. Uh, So I can hear you now. Without any hearing aids, I'm completely deaf. So I just think that's very ironic. And it sucks for someone who has obviously created a bunch of great music. Because, yeah, I I just can't imagine you love doing that and then you can't hear the thing that even allows you to make that music. Well, let me tell you something, Huey Lewis. Didn't stop Beethoven. Looks like you're giving up a little bit too soon to me. We got blind guys playing the piano. That's exactly right. That's right. (laughs) We've got blind guys, plural, playing the piano. Multiples. Plural. Multiples. Although Uh, Ray Charles is dead. Well, we did. You got Stevie. Is there another another one out there that I'm not aware of? Lars Ulrich says, what if you just have no musical talent? That hasn't stopped me. (laughs) And so, see, everybody's overcome something, Huey Lewis. Get on with it. Make some more albums. That's what these guys are saying. I feel bad for him. Uh, also, good news, I guess, if you are someone who has been keeping an eye on the Hollywood writers' strike, they are saying the writers in the studios are to resume negotiations. They'd apparently cut those off after a time of this not going well, but now they're going to get back together and try to 
work something out so we can get all those shows and movies and things we want to see back together. Yeah, back. And, you if you've, and if you've forgotten who's leading the charge for the actors, and I, I think it's awesome that she is this person, SAG after president of the union Fran, is Fran the Drescher. nanny, Fran Drescher. That's she right. is, that actress is the leader well, of there, this there's, whole there's, thing. There's two strikes going on. Well, right. Yes. You got the writer's strike. Yes. And then you have the, the actors. That's right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So she is with the SAG after, I think, would be the actors technically. SAG. It's a right. good thing there's nothing to watch while this goes on. Like there isn't you know, 700 trillion hours oh, I know. of content that no one could ever touch. No, you're right. And that's the, just too much. That's the problem is eventually they will not have any new things coming out and then we'll all go oh I guess I'll catch up on that show that I didn't see before and you or can't, the other you can't show catch up on it because there's the just too much stuff to catch up on you're exactly right uh, and finally Stefan Diggs has called out hurtful mic or hurtful comments that he heard on a hot mic after uh, there was a little bit of an issue here so uh, this is basically from Trayvon Diggs saying that he wants to see his brother Stefan get out of Buffalo that was not good uh, apparently then this all came down when Bills reporter Maddie Glab was talking about Diggs, and unbeknownst to her, her mic was on. She said something about Diggs. She said, I think they're trying to wait for Steph. Steph and Micah Hyde is who they're trying for. Hey, there's no control over Steph on Diggs. He's going to do what he wants to do. He'll look me in the face and say, F you. It's how he treats everybody. Stephon Diggs felt like that was inappropriate. Uh-huh. Said that was hurtful, and that's not how he is. And he said that audio shared was very hurtful and insulting to my character. So he disagrees right, well, with that. Clearly, shh. That's her truth. Well, that's she's she <laughs> didn't and she now she has come out and since yep. apologized for it and said, "Oops, I didn't know I was on the microphone." But she should do an apology like that uh, Orioles broadcaster did. Oh, this is all just being blown way out of proportion. I mean, who, it wasn't. Did, and you know that? what? The, the the Orioles broadcaster who got suspended for nothing for saying stats he, about the Orioles. Stats yeah, about yeah. And then he came back. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is just a mischaracterization. We're fine. We are totally fine. Love it here. Mm. That's always a good PR strategy when you just go out and say, hey, that thing you heard about, <laughs> right, blown out of proportion. Right, yeah, we're Not good. Real. We're good going good. into the season. We're good. That ends it. Nips it in the bud. Yep. Yep. Uh, Monday, we're going to be out doing the show live at Hollywood Casino Columbus. Stop on by and see us. Have a great weekend. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns backers. Still looking out for that closure in the area 670 eastbound between I-70 and Neal Avenue. Closed down completely due to an accident that happened there a little while ago. Emergency crews are on the scene. Avoid that area as much as you can. Definitely causing some problems uh, around that area, uh, especially right around that closure as well. This report sponsored by Buffalo Wild Wings. From 3 to 6 p.m. Monday through Friday, Buffalo Wild Wings happy hours, beer, cocktails, and bar food for only 3 to 6 bucks. It's the perfect way to offset a long day. So head to Buffalo Wild Wings for happy hour today. Valid at participating locations. While supplies last, dine and only drink responsibly. I'm Adam Zellick for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Broadcasting from the Lindsay Honda Studios. Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit lindsayhonda.com. WBNSFM HD1 Columbus. The Fan.